and we're all back. And we are <laughs> we're indeed. all together. Uh, um, I was thinking driving in, when was the last time, and I don't even know, maybe it happened this summer, but when was the last time it rained two straight days? And it's going to be three, it looks like, but when was the last time it rained two straight days? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't recall at all this summer it rained two straight days. And well, we it's going to rain all day today, well, and then was, we get sunshine tomorrow. So. Oh, we do get sunshine tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. For trick-or-treat for all the kids. fall, that is for it sure. Is. Well, in yes. summer, too, I don't recall. It probably happened, but. I'm sure it did, right? Two straight days. I was, now, because of Christy, I got, I every time I drive on 315, I think of that last lane. Far that, left. Okay, right. we're Where's at Divots. You know, you, and you know Driver why it's not beware. there anymore? It's because of the uh, repairs they did to 315. Oh, they fixed it. They did fix it. Yes, right there by what is it, King Avenue? Yes. Yeah. So, but that it was a pool. You, it, if you went through it and you didn't realize it was there, you were hydroplaning off the highway. That's how bad it was. Well, we definitely have what I, I think it was forty-three coming in and some light rain right now. So, what's the uh, temp going to be tomorrow for uh, the high? Is going to be like. 42. I think last week was the last hurrah for upper 70s. Uh, no, that's true. Yeah, Ohio, We're going to get to the 60s, lower 60s by the end of the week. So that's good. That's, that's not still bad. short pants and hoodies. Yep. Yeah. Short pants and hoodies. I love that country band. Yeah, short oh, pants yeah. and hoodies. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Hey, did you uh, check out any of the SNL Saturday night? I did. Christopher Walken, I guess, was just great. Oh, I ah. thought it was really good. Yeah. I was surprised at how good it was. Yeah. And they did freshen it up, huh? The opening. Yep. The new cast. I got a new Biden. Now, now maybe it was good because you got Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters and That's one of our favorite comedians in. hosting. So I thought but, this monologue was great. Oh, his monologue is the best I've seen in a long time on that show. We're going to have some of that for our laughter segment a little bit later in the show. Yeah, that bit about the uh, the county fair. Yeah. Just great. And I'll tell you, some of the skits were really well written. Yeah. The George Washington one was clever. Very best, funny. Best episode in a long time. So what do you think the turn is? What do you? Why did Post. that happen? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know. Was it because of Dave Grohl and, and Nate? Foo Fighters. Yeah, the right people. Yeah. Or is this the trajectory that the show is finally going to go towards now? Well, the writing was definitely better. Okay. Yeah. Nate wasn't writing skits, but the skits were all pretty good. The fake commercials. Yeah, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, because the first week with Pete, I didn't watch the second week, but I watched the Pete Davidson one, and it was business as usual. Okay. But so that's because you had him in almost every skit like he right, was a cast right, member. Right. So Pete. Davidson brings the show down because they try to make him the focal point has to be in every skit. And it wasn't horrible. It just wasn't good. Yeah. And right. then I didn't see uh, whoever was week two. That was Mick Jagger's So this was, the, this was the third week. I believe so. The Mick was in a week where he was in a bunch of skits. Right. And then I think this is the third week. And you look at some of those new cast members and you go, boy, they're uh, so good at casting. It's just new versions of... Some familiar faces over the last, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they're really good at plucking that. It'd be, be uh, interesting to see which ones of these new cast members break out. And, and they become have a writing the next team. Kristen Wiig or, yeah. you know. The three Amy nerds Poehler. that they are, they call them, I don't forgot what they call themselves, but they got three nerdy guys, young, they're like 23, mm-hmm. and they're a group. They don't 
when they do the intros, they don't introduce them by name. They say, and now the People's Society. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, at yeah. the very end I didn't watch go, it front to back. Oh. I was It was on tape, and I just kind of zipped zipped around at the end they go and featuring in the pete davidson one pete davidson did a skip where skit where he's in a rap video and then has three guys going hey guys you can be in my rap video and there's three guys they only do skits together and there are three nerds like 23 and they call themselves like the people society or something like that were they the three guys in In the the country video in the dog the musical food one segment too. with Nate, I didn't see that. Played the lead singer, and they did a. a I didn't music, see that one. A, they parodied a like a today's country yeah, music video with a bunch of rednecks. They did the and dog Dave Grohl was in it. It was very good. Yeah, I bet that was them. Yeah, probably. And they do all skits together. <laughs> yeah, and then they do it usually with the host. That's what this was, and that's yeah. a little different. Yeah, yeah. They got the one gal who's semi-attractive who's been in it a few years. And the new yeah, people. I yeah, it was uh, surprisingly uh, done well. Mm-hmm. And Dave Grohl was, uh, boy, what a sport he is to get involved in those sketches. And he's funny. He is. And then to rock out the way they did. What, they play Rescued and what else? I'll play it for you in the Hot Five here coming up. They play a classic one? Uh, no. They, they did all new stuff? It, but I don't, I'm not down with their catalog. Gotcha. But yeah, it well, was Well, I know good. they have a new song out. It was really they probably spotlighted. Right, right. And then, because uh, they have a new album, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. Interesting uh, weekend of football. Boy, the NFL yesterday, all over the place. It was. I Chiefs did well. go down. San Francisco loses at home. We're going to have to hear that from Michael Evans because he called that. Yeah. The Chiefs game. And Chiefs the, Broncos. Boy, the Browns. What was there? One twenty-two left. Yeah, but they're four and three, aren't they? Or were they three and? What yeah, are they? but they they're had four that right three. there to let Seattle go down the field like that. Well, yeah, four and three at this point. I know Browns fans hate everything, but you're four and three. Be happy. Right. Your quarterback's been out all year. Be happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I'd be happy with four and three if I'm a football fan. Well, if, I'm well, a, if PJ Walker's my quarterback and I'm four and three. I'm happy as what hell. What was the uh, the game last night? Chargers, Chargers Bears. Chargers Bears. Yeah, it was gross. Oof, they don't even let Brandon watch. Staley even make a call. <laughs> Chargers are bad because of their coach. Yeah, Herbert is great. He had a good, another great game, and they still stomped Chicago, which yeah. lets you know everything about that situation. Yeah, yeah. good football this weekend. I Buckeyes win. Yes, right. Kyle McCord, not good. I saw your post about, yeah, a lot of people not happy with uh, Mr. McCord. Well, well people are just, just so sensitive on social media. So, Stop saying Kyle McCord's trash on social media. With all the stuff in the world that's going on, and that's what you're mad about? Well, maybe that's why they're focusing on that, so they don't have to focus on the rest of the bad stuff or going on. Or just mentally soft. Or if, don't be bad. Yeah, yeah or don't. <laughs> Don't. Then there's that. Yes. Don't tra- then yes. don't be trash and no one will talk trash about you. Yeah, if you're set off because you see a Kyle McCord is trash post on social media, time to seek help and get on pills. Right, like, right, really. Right. Time to get off. Maybe you should get off social media and get away from social media if that's setting you off. Did you see the end of the Kentucky-Tennessee game? No. Kentucky, it was stall. Really? The refs, yeah. I That's guess Mark, uh, is it Mark Stoops, head yes. coach of uh, Kentucky? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kentucky's ranked, like, what, 11th, 10th? Ah, uh, something yeah. like that. 
They absolutely the it, it looked bad. It looked like the fix was in for Tennessee. Really? Yeah, it was flagrant. It was it was the miscall of all miscalls. Oh, that's a shame. And I think he wrote a, a he can coaches after the fact. I mean, what do they they write a letter to the NC two A or there, there's no going back, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, there was a game. I the Western Kentucky and someone I saw the clip where the defensive back had the jersey. And he tugged the jersey, right? And then they threw the flag. It was the last play. They needed to get a two-point conversion to win or tie or something. And they pull the jersey and they call it. And the two other refs come over and tell him it's, it wasn't a penalty. So they pick up the flag. And then when you watch the replay, the guy from when he broke out had the jersey and he was stretching the jersey, holding the receiver. Yeah. And then they pick up the flag. It's like the fix is in. Right. It's like you wonder if the referee crews, like maybe like just two guys are on the take and then they overrule everybody else. You got to wonder if it people are on the take when stuff like that Vegas happens. knows the refs by name, and when certain refs have certain games, that affects by a point or two. I would agree They there. adjust for that. Did you see what happened in Which the Cardinals-Ravens game with the referee spotting the ball? No, I only watched the end of that game. The, so earlier in the game – Arizona went for it on fourth and short. Ball spotted. It's down. Ref looks up, sees it's even with the stick, moves it back a whole yard. Really? And, then they do the, and turn the ball over. Oof. Good to have you back, Rich. Oof. Glad to be back, Jerry. Rode out a hurricane on a mm. cruise ship. That's, nice. that's, that's, that's an adventure. No kidding. But you were all cooped up. You couldn't get off the ship for that, right? Yeah, yeah. no, they, they got us out of there. Did right. you weigh yourself before and after? No, it was best, but my pants told the story. Yeah. Oh, they're snug. Did well, you just eat that's, all? That's a vacation. I yeah. ate so much that the last day for dinner, I just had an appetizer and a salad because I was just wow. so gluttonous. You <laughs> waved <laughs> the white flag. Yeah. I still had dessert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not passing on that. We just passed the beef portion. Because you get food whenever you want there. Yeah. So would you just walk up to the Asian restaurant whenever you wanted, the pizza place whenever you the wanted. The buffet, the pizza, the yeah, it's it's all there. It's all edible. Yeah, yeah you got to go deep when that's the case, right? Yep. Oh, I did that. You just I want a slice of pizza. So I'll walk up and grab a slice of pizza. Grab a slice of pizza. The midnight feedings were the best on a cruise ship. Yeah. And you then go down ice the kitchen. Cream, oh yeah. Ice cream nonstop. What was your booze bill? It so on Norwegian it's you don't uh it's, it's all inclusive. Yeah, what was it? But they show you it at the end because you pay a tip. You they tip you. No, you, it's, it's still pre. It's twenty dollars a day. What? Yeah, that's Norwegian Norwegian cruise line. It's it's included. All you pay for the tip. When I meant booze bill, I meant your tip because they charge. Well, your and his tip. spouse doesn't drink, so it wouldn't have been. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mine was a thousand bucks. Yeah, mine. When I went on yeah, mine, it was pushing that. Yeah, when you uh. when you do it the like a la carte style. The last cruise I went on, it was over eight hundred dollars. So yeah. Yeah. Now you was just do the pre. The word the dinners buffet or was there table service? Both. They had three uh food hall like different yeah, dining yeah. rooms where you could sit down. So oh, we nice. always go to the sit down dinner. Yeah, that's what I would do too. And then um the kids would do the buffet for lunch and I started doing the sit down breakfast cuz the buffet was just a madhouse. Right. People and 
So the cruise went out of New York. So there was a lot of blue hairs and people on scooters and tight (laughs) oxygen tanks. And (laughs) so it's tough to get around there. And I'm on a mission when I'm at the buffet. I like hanging out with that crowd because then I'm the kid. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you're the youngin. (laughs) He's the eye candy for the ladies. (laughs) I'm the boy toy. (laughs) Jerry takes his shirt off at the pool, and then the jaws drop. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, So yeah, the buffet got busy. It was packed trying to get through there. Yeah. Regularly. I love I had a uh, situation over the weekend, and I don't know if I'll share it later because it wasn't my finest moment, but I lost my wedding ring. I heard, Jerry. On Friday. I heard about that. And I got it back. I'm wearing it this morning. It's a, it's a weird story. Wow. It's very weird. You were very lucky. If I hadn't have been inebriated, I think it would have really been eerie, but I don't know that that had anything... I don't think that played into it, but it started with a happy hour at Borgata, and somebody was buying lemon drops. Mm. And you got to tell it now. It started. You can't, you can't tease it. And not well. Pay off. It just we. You're at Borgata. I woke up drinking. Saturday morning and I didn't have my wedding ring. Actually, and that was the first I knew time you when noticed? I went to bed, but okay. I didn't say anything to my spouse. Well, yeah. I didn't have my wedding ring, and I don't know if you've ever noticed in here. Uh, since I lost the weight, if I if I have it pushed all the way to my hand, right, mm-hmm. and I put my hand down by my side, it will slide all the way to the knuckle. That's oh. how loose it is with the weight loss. Got you. So all day, every day, it's just a habit. I I fiddle with it. I play with it. I take it off. I, oh, put I know it, you play with it. But... I, I put it in here on my phone. I set it on my notepad. I... When I'm at home watching TV, I got the remote. A shriek will I, tell you there's something to that. I'm I'm fiddling with it. Well, it's loose, and it's so I'm always, and I'm always doing that. Well, at Borgata, we I got a big order of the garlic honey habanero wings. Right? And your wife's at home. You're no, there. she's 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 with me. Oh, okay, got you. And so, uh, you know, lumber driver Jim starts buying lemon shots, and it's like a, a shot is no longer a shot. It's a, and we don't drink vodka, and it's got the sugar around the yep, rim. Yeah, but it's big. It's like a rocks glass. And That's a good bartender. A couple beers to that. I eat my wings. I gotta wash up. Well, whenever I wash my hands, you take your ring off a dozen times. I don't take it off. But I wash my hands because it's so loose. The water, the soap gets in there. So I pull it up whenever I'm done washing my hands. And I I kind of just dry underneath it and then push it back down, right? Yeah. Well, I come out of the men's room and I do that. And I remember doing that. And I get home. I don't have my wedding ring on. So you were on a scale of 1 to 10 being... You were you close talking drunk? No, no, oh, no, no, not bugs. like that at all. But I went home and we opened a bottle of wine and oh, okay. I'm going to bed and all of a sudden I realize I don't have my freaking wedding ring on and I just get sick. I'm just sick over, it, but I don't want to say anything, especially at, you know eleven, yeah, thirty on Friday night. So we go to bed and I thought, well, it'll show up in the morning. Well, it doesn't show up. So now I'm. I came in here looking. I thought maybe it was a Friday morning thing because I take it off at work all the time, yep. and I didn't have it on all day. But I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. 
And so I come into work, and kind of creepy in here when there's nobody here. It's <laughs> Except creepy. for Jim there's Thomas. There's always one person. Yeah, yes. Jim Thomas. Is like, he, he lives here. He lives under the bridge. Yep. He's like a troll. Yep. And uh, yeah, he'll he'll scare you. But I came in here, nothing. I stop in the Borgata, nothing. It's not on the floor. It's not. I go home. I've looked everywhere in the house. It's it's not there. So I. Uh, I go through Saturday without my wedding ring, and now she knows, of course. And yeah. She's taking it pretty well, but she's kind of hurt. Yeah. You do what? You play with it? You you pull it off? You, honey? What? It's, I know, I know, I know. I can. I, we. You were in the computer at the diamond seller. I can always get the exact same ring or similar enough to and. It's Jerry Elliott for the Diamond Seller. So we're yeah, <laughs> that's so coming. We're leaning, we're leaning down that path. I even stopped in at the Diamond Seller. I mean, and I, I don't have it. So we go to uh, we go out Saturday night for dinner, and we go to Mass first. And I kind of kind of prayed on it. Sunday morning, we get up. We're having our coffee, right? Yeah, drinking our coffee. And we're discussing, should I just go in today and replace it? Should I not? And I hear Melissa go, Lila, what are you eating? And she goes over, the dog had it in its mouth. Really? Yeah. Dog had brought it over and That's was like weird. at my feet and eating something. I'm, I'm on my iPad. I didn't even pay attention, drinking my coffee. And Melissa, I hear her say, really? And she goes over, and the dog had it in its mouth. Really? Isn't that something? That's that is weird. super weird. And I said, I wish she would have swallowed it, and you would have actually found it, Melissa, on the walk when she poops. <laughs> that would have been a better story. Yeah, she would have got you, though, and but made you pick it up. I think it was before I went to bed, it, I must have set it on the counter or something, and the dog swatted it off, or it fell off my finger, but because it was on the rug, I didn't hear it. Yeah. I have no idea how it ended up wow. on the floor or I, I I just I I don't know. Not my finest moment, that's for sure. Yeah, well. But things yeah. things happen. But I, I have it back and I'm wearing it, so it's all good. You might say that three more times before ten o'clock. That's today. true. Not this, my, not not my, my finest, finest moment. moment. <laughs> Michael Evans replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly seventy-five years. SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Clouds rain likely before noon. A high today, forty-eight. Clear tonight. Some widespread frost. A low twenty-nine. And frost early Tuesday. Then some sunshine and a high forty-five. It is 47 right now. Uh, Ohio State kept its number three spot in the AP poll yesterday. Buckeyes beating the Badgers 24-10 Saturday, and now they've moved to an 8-0 season. Oklahoma dropped four spots to number 10. Top five teams held their place. Kansas and Kansas State now both entered uh, the poll on Sunday. Georgia number one for the 20th straight week. Michigan at number two. OSU three. Florida State at four. And Washington is at number five. So now it's two down, one to go. Jeep maker Stellantis reached a tentative contract agreement with striking UAW union members Saturday. With UAW reaching a deal with Ford last week, GM now the only automaker left without an agreement with the union. Former VP Mike Pence surprised attendees at the Republican Jewish Coalition in Vegas on Saturday, announcing he's done. He is suspending his campaign for president. The third Republican presidential debate is coming up next week. Pence has yet to qualify to appear at the debate. And uh, Tokoa 
Riverside Restaurant in Blue Ridge, Georgia, is getting a lot of attention for something that's mentioned on their menu. It's got nothing to do with food or drinks. At the bottom, there is a notice that says, Adult Surcharge for Adults Unable to Parent, and then dollar signs. The dollar signs signify a charge the restaurant levies on families with out-of-control kids running around and ruining the dining experience for other customers or basically annoying the staff. While no specific charges mentioned on the menu, uh, reviews on Google show multiple customers talking about a $50 charge that they were hit with, along with advice to leave the kids at home if you can't even think about uh, leaving them there. QFN 96 Kemba, Financial Credit Union traffic, accident. We got a lot of rain out there this morning that is causing some hydroplaning. So give yourself extra time, extra safe stopping distance. Accident blocking the right lane 71 north at Frank Road, the 104 exit EMS is on the scene. Also watch for a crash 33 east at 270. This is on the southeast side. There's vehicles on the left and the right sides. Traffic is brought to you by Kissling, Nestico, and Reddick. Hurt in a car? Call KR. KR gets you the help you need when you need it after car, truck, or motorcycle crash. Call 1 800 Hurt now or go to knrlegal.com. All right, here are your audio cuts for today's Hot 5. Cut number one, Buckeyes beat Wisconsin on the road this weekend. Buckeyes coach Ryan Day, sure happy to get running back Travion Henderson back. Make sure that he was 100%. And, um, you know, this is a big run we're about to go on. And you can just see the difference he makes when he's out there, the explosiveness, the speed. I thought he ran hard tonight. And, he, and he's a weapon out of the backfield. Um but you can just see when he's out there, uh, the impact he's having on our offense. And um, you know, to get that run there in the fourth quarter was big. I even tweeted. He's uh, a horse, that guy. Yeah, halfway through the game, just hand him the ball every play. Don't let Kyle McCord pass at all. Just hand it off to Henderson or dump it off to Henderson. And it was ironic they were playing Wisconsin because he runs very similar to Ron Dane. Remember Dane? Yeah. Uh, Christy, was Jimmy upset? Uh, well, we, d- we didn't get to watch it until I think the second half. Oh. Uh, but he just he didn't post anything, which was interesting. But uh, no, I heard about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Figured Jimmy would be upset at Kyle McCord. Oh, he was, but just didn't post anything about it. Gotcha. All right, clip number two. Talked about it earlier. Dave Grohl and his band Foo Fighters. They were the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. that the song they played with what's is it her her because she played with them on saturday night that was not the one they played with her okay yeah it was uh they're just uh cool guys huh what a what a band pretty good man i mean he participated in sketches and he's a he's a funny guy he was game man yeah well we go from good to bad 
Flavor Flags Flav sang the national anthem before a Milwaukee's Bucks game. All the land of the free and the I was going to say, he's, at least he's on key. And he's trying. He's not mocking it. So I don't think it's that bad. No. I no, that was know. bad. When I first yeah, heard it, I was. not as bad as what we've heard no. versions of the National Anthem. But go listen to Leo at the Blue Jackets and listen to Flavor Flav. Well, yeah, Flav. yeah. Yeah. You can't it's compare bad. it to that. Yeah. Right, right. When it's I first Flavor Flav. It, I, was, I was 100% convinced he was going to change the last name of the song to Home of the Flav. Yeah, that was oh. like just because he's so unaware that I could see him doing it. And that. it's odd that it would be. So he's a singer, right? Yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah, Rappers rapper. don't sing. They, they rap. They rap. No, well, <laughs> they some rap. guys sing and rap. But you'd think, yeah. But huh. yeah. Yeah. You kind of know what you're getting. Right. Hey, right. let's trend on social media. Let's have Flavor Flav sing. Right, right. Right. Remember when he was dating Brigitte Nielsen? Yes. Oh, she they looked like a catcher's a mitt. Long, I mean, they yeah. were together a while. Did you Did, watch his dating show? Uh, no, I know about it. Flavor, what, Flavor of, Love? of Love. He had two seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a character, that guy, right? He is. Well, keeping it in showbiz for cut number four. Very, very sad mm-hmm. over the weekend. Uh we got news Saturday. Was Saturday morning or Sunday? It was, uh, I it was Saturday it was, night. It was Saturday well, night. Oddly enough, Matthew Perry, uh, the last few weeks, did you see any of the interviews he did as recently as last week and the week before? I don't and know. His last Instagram post was kind of creepy, the too. The book was already out, so but he was doing a lot of interviews in the last uh, few weeks. And then over the weekend, we found out, of course, that he had uh, drowned in his hot tub. And his last Instagram post mm-hmm. was of him in that hot tub. With headphones on. He's and- got his beats on, and he's kicking back in the corner with the lights of L.A. Uh, behind him. I mean, a cool photo. I wonder who took that photo, because that would have been... His I assistant. Wonder if, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here he is uh, talking about... Uh, well, here, let's just listen. I've said this for a long time. When I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned. And I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that. The best thing about me, bar none, is if somebody comes up to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. What's interesting is none of his cast members from Friends have have said anything yet. I'm sure they're they're just rock. Yeah, exactly. Janice has... Remember the girl, the, the annoying girl, girlfriend? Yes. And her voice, she doesn't sound like that. I always pictured her sounding like that in real life. I don't know who that is. She yeah. has a voice, yeah, high-pitched. Not, not my oh, my God! Yeah, oh my, yeah, she was the very annoying. Think of yeah. Fran okay, Drescher yeah. on speed. Yeah. 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 But wow. yeah, I tell you what, Gen X women. Yeah, uh, my we, we wife rocked was our uh, world. very, very sad Yes, it really is sad. Over his passing. And he, uh, in some of the interviews, the recent ones that I previously mentioned, he he was a deep guy. He never, he was 24 years old, right, Torg, when mm-hmm. he, and it wasn't happening for him. And he, well, he's an actor, he's showbiz, he's, he was insecure, and he's 24, 
and he fell to his knees, and for the first time in his life, he prayed. Two weeks, and all he prayed for was fame. That's all he wanted mm. was fame. Two weeks later, he got friends, and he never. There was no second act for him. Yeah. And then once he got famous and all that success, it didn't fix anything in him. He thought, no. if I could only be, be famous, famous, everything, it, will, be everything great. will be And when he realized it wasn't, it was like six months in. And then he just wrestled with that, that forever. Demon. Sad, just so tragic. And his stepfather's yeah. Keith Morrison, right? Yep. Yeah. There's a story that he went to high school with... Uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in their senior year in high school, Mary uh, Matthew Perry kicked the crap out of him. Nice. <laughs> God bless Matthew <laughs> Perry. Trudeau's yes. ass you well. You know what? That'll right, get right. you to heaven. Today, that, if you're that, wondering where he's going, he's going to heaven. Just for doing a, that. On, on yeah. that alone. God will let you in. Right. God's going to go drug abuse, cheating, alcoholism, pill pop. Oh, you beat up Justin Trudeau. Right. You're in. Did you Probably see, get a pass. Did you see any of the drone footage of his house? God, beautiful. Well, I mean, of course, yeah. all that friend's uh, money, right? Residual money. Making a million bucks an episode, yeah. man. Absolutely. Spent nine million bucks on rehab, he said. They yeah. said. Nine million bucks. I think he went in with like, what, 35 times or something? Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Uh, cut number five, happy birthday to Henry Winkler. He's 78 today. Here's a clip of Henry on the show telling us how he found out Ron Howard was leaving Happy Days. All right, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Well, there was a phone booth next to the door of Soundstage 19 on Paramount Lot. I get, um, somebody said, hey, Henry, you got a phone call. And I said, that's crazy. No one ever calls me here. Uh, and I went over to the phone booth, and it was Ron. And he said, look, the press is going to break this in a half an hour, but I wanted you to know um, before it came out, I'm not coming back. I said, wait a minute, wait, wait, my brain turned to cream cheese. Yeah. I said, what did you just say to me? He said, look, I've made this decision. You know I want to be a director. I'm, I'm not coming back. And I said, Ron, I love you. I, you know I wish you well. My career is over. <laughs> because we were so good together. We could memorize a scene. Three pages. We could do it. We could shoot it, memorize it, and improvise it in 20 minutes. And I think Ron Howard, didn't he direct Night Shift, the movie yes, Henry with, was with in? Yes, with Henry, uh, yep. yes. That was a cute movie. Right. Night Shift. Was that Michael Keaton? And Michael Keaton, one yeah. of his first roles right, with right. Henry Winkler. They were pimps, but they were also working in the morgue. Yeah, Ron Howard, talent. Yeah. Talent, and how that was very cool of him to call Henry before anybody knew. Hell, Henry he Winkler's a talent. Yeah, right. Kids love Henry Winkler. Right. Like, because of the Adam Sandler movies. Right. He's damn funny, isn't and he? And what a tale of two uh, story, you know, sitcom, huge success. Henry Winkler goes on to, you know, still on the planet and, and Matthew Perry. Some can deal with that fame and some can't. Yeah. And if you. I think Matthew Perry was broken before him. Absolutely. And the thing is, you go, oh, you can't compare. Henry Winkler was the main guy on the number one sitcom in the late 70s, right. early 80s. It was, Happy Days was like the show. Yeah. You know, and he was the star of it. Fonz, right. and they rebounded. They didn't go in the dumpster in the ratings when Ron Howard left. Yeah. It wasn't as good, but still, they still, because he was the Fonz. Well, it kind of jumped the shark. No, at the end, though, not because <laughs> of Ron Howard. Right. They gave Fonz yeah. a girlfriend and... Well, who was his girlfriend? Him. Oh, yeah. 
That's I wasn't she? A, she was a teacher. Yes, that's what did yeah. the show in. They yeah. tried to make Fonz the uncool the f- guy, a family man, a teacher. Uh, you know, yeah, nothing against teachers, but right. they made him a teacher, and he got rid of the leather jacket yes. and put on a members only jacket. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> hey, at the end. hey. hey. <laughs> Uh, started paying for the jukebox, yeah, right? Not sure. Make <laughs> sure he had enough change. Yeah, yeah. started putting quarters in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Yeah, we've got wet conditions out there this morning. It is causing some major slowdowns and some accidents. This one's still blocking the right lane 71 north after Frank Road 104. EMS is on the scene. Also, watch for a crash. This is 33 east at 270 on the southeast side. we got vehicles both on the left and right sides. Uh, extra safe stopping distance, and of course, give yourself some time this morning. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist and can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at capcityconcrete.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Host your holiday party at Borgata this year. While you're out shopping, stop in for their amazing happy hour specials. Find them in Dublin, Granville Road in Worthington. Well, it was it was a weekend of loss, not only on the national scene with Richard Mall, and we were just talking about Matthew Perry, uh, but locally, Mike Jackson, news anchor, consumer reporter, and so much more at NBC4 for decades, passed away this last Friday at the age of 66. Now, he worked up until he had a sudden stroke that ended his career back in 2019, and it was during he was rehabbing for that stroke that he was diagnosed with laryngeal cancer. Surgeons removed his throat box. Uh, and Jackson had a 40-year career in broadcast journalism but became part of NBC in 1994. When he left the air, he was anchor of the 6 and 11 p.m. newscast with our friend Colleen Marshall. Uh, according to a new survey, 65% of American adults would be willing to use marijuana under the guidance of a medical professional. Survey also Good found... Good people don't smoke marijuana. Gateway drug... Survey also found that 88% of people who do consume cannabis for medical reasons say it reduced their use of prescription drugs, alcohol, or both. Yeah, week from tomorrow. Work from tomorrow. uh, Election day. That is correct. Is it really? Yeah, November 7th. Oh, Christy, I got to tell you all, and I've been saving this nugget off the air. I have to tell you something. And I'm going to save it to when we have Tom Heron on. I got a insider nugget about this marijuana law and I'll tell you off the end. I'll tell the listeners on the air but I just want to save the nugget I got for it for the guy oh. we're having on cuz I want Are we having Tim again? I, Tom. 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 I want to hear yes. his response because something's coming on this. I'll just tease you like that, but I'll let you know well, just who'd you hear it from. It's good source. Okay. All right. It's waste a person in the know involved in politics way smarter than me. Well, that's not hard. Riches a lot. So, of course, that the the marijuana, recreational marijuana, is issue two on the ballot, and reproductive rights is the issue one on the ballot. Right. What's six and seven? I keep seeing signs, and they're on the same sign. It's issues, plural, six and seven vote. I think one of it I is... I see four and against signs. I don't know what six and seven Replacing is. Kevin Stefanski as Brown's coach is six... And number seven is suspending Michigan's football program for a season. Yes, yes right. Is yes. it, uh, you know, it might be the, that school levy. It is. It's Worthington Schools, issue six and seven. Well, I know Canal has one. Because Columbus, and Columbus saying, has one. Uh, a lot of teachers are saying it's a bond. No. It's, a, it's a bond and a levy. Because so. it's going to tax them out of their homes. Gotcha. 
Canals is if no more warehouses. The, the, yeah. Canals renew the levy, I think. Well, I know, Greg, so I don't think they're asking for, for any money. Write, in, write yes. me in for mayor, by the way. We're voting for mayor, yeah, in Grove City. So Ike Stage is the current mayor, and there's, he's got a couple of is challengers. Is he good to go, or is he... I'm pretty uh, sure that Ike will get, be, he'll okay. get re-elected, There's like seven yeah. people running for Canals mayor, and Rich didn't get me on the ballot, so write me in, everybody. Yeah, I couldn't pull the strings. I right, can do a better right. job. Listen, no offense to anyone who's running, but come on. S- switch it up a little bit, folks. Huh? Yeah. I'll lower your taxes. Torg's slogan is, what do you have to lose? I'm going to bring Del Taco to Canal. Well, Okay. That's my slogan. And what do you got to lose? And what have you got to lose? Yeah. <laughs> Vote Torg. I like Can it, it get any worse? I like <laughs> Well. <laughs> and Motorola has unveiled a concept for a smartphone you can wear on your wrist. It's kind of like, remember those big slap bracelets that you would have it and you would slap it on your wrist? Well, the phone features an adaptive display concept that can be bent and shaped into different forms depending on the user's need. So when this thing is flat, it's an Android phone with a 6.9 inch screen and when it's slapped on the wrist, it turns into a large watch for hands-free use on the go. No word on when it might be out for the general public. Well, I've been looking at those Apple Watches, man. I got my Woo. nieces both have one, and they were on it all weekend long. Yeah, yeah. You see, uh, they're very, very popular. I was, as I mentioned, you earlier, can get them for fifteen bucks a month on your plan. Can you? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was in uh, the Diamond Cellar on Saturday, and you know you can't buy Rolex. No? They're not available. They show them in the case. Used ones are. It says uh, for demonstration only. And then they, what, they make yours? And if you buy a new one, it immediately goes up the minute you walk out the door. Yeah. The resale on those through, it's crazy. I'm looking at this one, and I like those dive-style watches. And I'm like, whoa, I wonder what that, you know, in a... I hit the lottery. Would that be six thousand dollars? Eight? It was eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Who buys that? What's a new Rolex cost? That's what I just said. 18000 oh, eighteen thousand for the oh, okay, But they you. have, you know, yeah. thirty different models, and it changes yearly. They have the Starbucks, the Pepsi, the Sprite, all color driven. Rolexes? Yeah, it's, oh, it's I pretty want amazing. That. Oh no, they're they're yeah. they appreciate a Pepsi Rolex. It's red and blue. Yeah, I know. They call it Pepsi. Yeah, there's no logo on it. I like the it's old classic. Give me got, the classic well, Rolex. It. I'm telling you, that's it. Big business for investors. It is. Mister Wonderful has a. Yeah, he's all yeah. in. Yeah, Floyd May- Mayweather has a. He's all in. Tremendous watch collection. Does he really? Yeah, you could get one at a used store for like three grand, though, three right. to five grand. Like the lower end Rolexes, yeah. like a used one. I wonder what the have, have the Apple watches. They've been out long enough, right? Where they go obsolete? Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure Die you have to. You? I don't know. Is it battery? You have to upgrade. Solar? Oh, you got a battery. It is battery. Yeah, driven. I know. You just put a new battery in it, right? It charges like your cell phone. Yeah. It uses the same adapter. Oh yeah, well that makes adapter sense. thing that like your cell phone. Sense. I think you're good. Okay. I don't see you as an Apple Watch guy, Jerry. I'm not because yeah. I like wearing regular watches yes, you do. so much. Do you? Can you uh, sync an Apple Watch to your Tesla? I would say yes. Yes, right? you can. Okay. And you sync it up to your phone. That's what people do. You sync it up to your phone, and you get calls, and you get your texts on your watch. That's right. I, right. And again, the screen is just so small. It's no, you get ones now with the big screen. Oh, right. The small screen is fifteen dollars a month free. They give it to you, and it's fifteen bucks. But then if you buy the bigger screen. They charge you like seven hundred bucks, and then you pay like the fifteen bucks or thirty bucks more a month. The bigger screens, those actually cost. 
But the, you can get a small screen one, but why? Oh, well, you got to get a big yeah, screen. You have to get a big right? screen and to see it. How much larger is the the bigger of the Pretty two? Pretty significant. Yeah, mine mine like just has the a quarter of a cell phone on your wrist. Not it's pretty big. It, it'll cover your whole wrist. They yeah. have different. They have different. They have circle. They have different yeah. square. And get. now they have them where the display is, is a watch. It looks like a watch. Yeah. Yes. Which is yeah, because that was always the knock on it. You got that black dark. You can change the display, display whatever you want. Right. It's got right. so many different yeah. things. Yeah. Like I mine, I disabled the reply, so I can see my emails and texts and phone calls come up, but I can't reply to them. Mine is just to alert me if my phone's in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, you get a special alert if Little Debbie goes on I sale yeah. the speedway. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Little Debbie herself texts me. Here's Rush. Everybody's back for this Monday. Looking Rainy on social Monday. media, Christy, you didn't take pictures of the um, furries at the wedding. They- <laughs> I was hoping for pictures of the furries. No, they did come in costume, but they weren't furry costumes. They they came in Halloween costumes for the for my daughter's wedding. Oh, so they did. So yeah. there there was uh yes, there were some and it was perfect. It was just the way it was meant to be. So it wasn't a picture of the bear from Showbiz Pizza. No, no. Gotcha. Yeah, it was an eclectic group. It was a very eclectic group, yes. Right. And they all had a great time. One of them left their coat at my house. He had to come pick it up yesterday (laughs) because his coat had his wallet in it, and they realized couldn't do anything without the wallet. Went down on Saturday late afternoon. Yes. Borgata, our buddy uh, Ed, catered it. He was busy, busy, busy cooking all day Saturday. I know that. Well, he told me that he saw you and Melissa, of course, Friday night. Yes. And that's how I knew that you had lost your wedding ring because Ed told me on Saturday as he's setting up for my daughter's wedding. So I thought that was, and I go, oh, I said, I bet Melissa's pissed. Was your daughter uh, nervous? Actually, no. I was more uh, of a mess than she was. She did really, really well. And what was your issue? Oh, just, just she was your daughter was well, getting married. Of course, and it's just the day, and and try to slow down and enjoy it. But as you know, it's been a year in the planning, and then of course trying to execute it the day of. And I've said it before, a lot of moving parts, but everything went great. The weather rained in the morning, rained after midnight. So during the whole bulk of the ceremony, it was clear. They got their pictures taken outside by, you know, in the park, Saito Meadows. So it was great. Who, uh, so you, it was outside? Uh, the ceremony was inside, but they took their pictures outside because gotcha. it wasn't raining. Which How was many great. times did you cry? I <laughs> I cried as I was walking her down the aisle. And then when she was doing her vows, they wrote their vows to each other. And she broke down. And then, of course, I broke down. <laughs> so that, w- that was pretty much the only Aww, two times. She's in love. Yeah. Her vows were pretty special. How, uh, how's mom and them? Oh, they're doing great. Uh, they had a great time. And so Sam's uh, grandfather, we got him up from Logan. So him and my mom, they walked each other down the aisle. And they sat together. And they had a wonderful time, uh, the two of them. So see the grandparents together was pretty she's special. She's the young hot stuff to him. Well, <laughs> he's ninety one and she's yeah. eighty eight. So yeah, right. She's yeah. a kid. She's a good kid. And yes, yeah, she's a good kid. So did anyone may be obnoxious at the reception? Any drama? Yeah. There was, was there I, dancing. Oh, fights? there was dancing. What, there what, there what was the... there was nothing like that. I mean, there was uh, booze, but all everybody was extremely respectful. Had a good time, and ceremony was at three thirty. By time 9 o'clock came, the whole venue's cleared out. We're on our way home watching the end of the Buckeye nice. game. Did you give a speech? Oh, yeah. Well, Jimmy did. I, I just said a few words. But, yeah, Jimmy actually got up and did a very, very nice speech for, for Sam and Jacob. He, uh, wh- I was, I mean, I, he didn't tell me that he was going to do it. 
So when he did, and of course he made reference to my father who passed uh, before we got oh, married, that's and it was, great. and my mom, oh my, yeah. So okay, I cried three times. <laughs> that was the third time. Cause uh, at first, like the first early on, I think everybody doesn't like the significant other. Maybe if it's a daughter, but this kid grew on you. He grew on. Oh, absolutely. We love Jacob so much. Yeah, uh, and now they're in Florida. Uh, Sam wanted to go. She's a huge Jurassic Park fan. So, of course, Universal Studios, they have this big Jurassic Park thing. Right. So they left on their honeymoon. Their flight was 11 o'clock yesterday. By 3.30, they're already in the park, and she took pictures of all the Jurassic Park stuff oh, she already bought. Right. He kind of <laughs> looks like really? one of those safari guys because he wears that hat. Well, and that was they went to the incarceration festival. Where is that? In Toledo, Cleveland, wherever that is. That was That's where that picture Mansfield, was taken. Mansfield, isn't it? Mansfield, okay, yeah. yeah. So that's where that picture was taken when yeah, they were the honeymoon uh, the following day. Whew, when I when Melissa and I got married back in 04, we had a 6:30 a.m. flight and we didn't get back. We didn't after the reception. I mean it was midnight. Yeah. One o'clock. You gotta get up in four or five hours. Yeah. Uh, but then you finally get to the honeymoon, you're like, Oh, yeah. I was surprised how quickly. Who's ready for a cocktail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exact. So they're only staying in Orlando for three days. They're renting a car and they're going to drive back and they're going to hit different spots like oh, in Georgia. Great. You know, so they've already uh, planned all that out. They're going to be staying like in a bed and breakfast, a uh, German town that's in, in Georgia somewhere right. where they can drink beer and yeah, that kind of thing. Good so, loot. Uh, was it like the Goodfellas where they had a bag full of cash? <laughs> And again, yeah, right. since, you know, they've been together and been living together for five years, they don't need toasters and plates and that kind of stuff. Right. So it was basically gift cards to take on their honeymoon so ah. they can pay for stuff. So it was perfect. It so was they get perfect. a little Chick-fil-A on the way. Exactly. That's all it takes. Did someone get them like a McDonald's gift card? You know what? I'm not sure. They did open a few when the they came back to the house. The furry people gave them like Burger King <laughs> gift cards. No. <laughs> the furry people. The furries did. The furries <laughs> would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave us the $50 at, at Wendy's? And, oh, the furries. Yeah. The furries did. Yep, the Mr. Furries and Mrs. Did. Furry. Yeah. So it was a successful day, and now your daughter is is off and married. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. So and now it's his problem. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> That's what I told him. I said, now she's your problem. Yeah. Well, she's been his problem for a long time so well but there it's you all go good. good weekend nice. yeah. now talk you're feeling better or no, no? you I'm were still sick. you I'm ripped on out of here on friday what's wrong no god what's wrong with you explode. i was fighting it off all last week and yeah, then it just cold. came on thursday and cold. friday yeah i think cold just head's gonna explode i backed into my garage door like and popped the panel out i just can't think i'm taking a battery off my car and i know it's righty tighty lefty loosey and I'm trying to loosen, and I'm going right, and my mind is not. So if I swear on the air today, that's my excuse, right? Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. So you're, you're foggy? Yeah, is that yeah. what you're yeah, saying? Just you're just foggy, really foggy? Not thinking straight, and right? Kind yeah, cold. A cold will knock a man down. Yeah. And it's been lingering for you. And then I have to tomorrow help our old producer. He chopped down a tree. So I said, yeah, Tuesday I'll be all right. I can bring my chainsaw okay, over Okay, yeah. yeah. So then, you, you yeah. kind of. Uh... I'm going to text him and go, how's Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to we'll kick sure, the can down sure. the road. Yeah. And he just finally gets fed up and has someone else help him. Right? He's not reliable. I can be that guy. Don't call me to help guy. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Don't call him. I'll hire somebody. So, but it's free wood. So you, if you're getting free wood, you take the chainsaw and you help him cut the rest of the tree, yeah, and then you just yeah. load your car up with wood, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're gonna deal. take the wood, yeah? Oh, for sure. That's why I'm helping him. You're gonna put that in the Tesla, are you? No, I got <laughs> okay. the path. That's you got a wood. You've got a wood burning stove, don't you? Yeah. No fireplace. A fireplace. Okay. No, that's why I was getting the Pathfinder. 
Pathfinder hasn't started in two months, so I had to like go out and all right. Let's get the car. Well, what kid is, <laughs> what kid is going to get the Pathfinder? Whoever gets their license first. Okay. Jake. Right now, Jake. it could, probably is going to be Jake at yeah, 10 years that's old. Great He's going to be. And my daughter would get it. She's just not allowed. My daughter thinks she's going to get her license at 16, but because of behavior issues, I guarantee she's not going to get her license. She'll at blow 16. it between now oh, and then. Oh, she's already blown yeah. it. She, I just haven't told her. There's what? No bad way. attitude? Has she got yeah, teenage just girl talk attitude? Back, teenage okay. girl. Yeah, she's gotcha. not getting her license. She thinks she is. And then I'll just have to break it to her. Like, I already know she's not getting her license. I just haven't told her yet. Yeah. You know, one of those things. Or have her get her license, and then you just never let her drive. Oh. She needs you for keys. She needs you for, right? That's very manipulative, and you, Jerry. And then you hold that over her head. Yeah, Ooh. you want the car. But then you're paying the insurance for her to not drive. Well, yeah. no, the insurance is already on the Nissan. No, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's not insured? No, it is, no, but he's got to yeah. pay for the key driver. You don't get. You don't have to put them down, right, Rich, if you got a permit? Correct. Yeah. Until they're licensed, you don't add them to your insurance policy. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Increase the policy enough to where that would be an issue, really. A yeah, lot. teenage driver, I guess. Yeah. Jerry, right. I like the way your manipulative minds work. In yeah, Jerry. right. Rich, can I ask you, are, are boys, is insurance higher for boys than it is for girls as yes. far as driving? Okay. Yep. Really? Yeah, yeah I thought insurance. so. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah, we drop when we're 50. Yeah. 60. Yep. Wow. And insurance is high until, I mean, you're probably, what, 25? Until 25. Okay. Yep. Really? Yeah. So what is a 16 you're going to cost? 200 bucks a month extra? It depends on the car. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Don't have a red car. You, well, that's a myth. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. But it's yeah, it depends on the car. If it's liability-only vehicle, 10 years or older, not as bad. Wow. Well, you're in the clear there, 10 yeah. years or older, How do right? parents Nisa, do it What year is that? And he's at 13. 12. 12. There you go. A lot <sighs> of people will go out and buy like a junk Junker. beater, $800 car, and that will be the one their kid is assigned to because you're, you're insured to drive all the vehicles, but you assign right. them to that vehicle. Gotcha. As you wouldn't primary. assign them as the primary on Tesla. Tesla. Yes, yes. I don't even. You'd do it on the beater Nissan and yeah. let them beat it. How many cars your kids go through, Jerry? Nick, the oldest, was the toughest yeah. of vehicles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, you know, great-grandma gave him, you know, a, a, an old Toyota with, it was like brand new. I mean, it had 5,000 miles, just destroyed it in like a year when he got, uh, I went through a lot of vehicles for those boys. Really? I did, I did well by them, and they just, yeah. Well, they don't appreciate it because they're entitled. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> about know? it, isn't yeah. it? Yep. It's the law in Dublin. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that, but that was the law. <laughs> if you're curious of what's going on with the Michigan scandal, the sign stealing. What is the latest on We'll that find I... out at 740. Zach Smith will be up on it, and then we can talk of the game. I think at, now, at this point, it's two fan bases trying to troll each other. Yeah, I don't participate in any of that. I don't either. Right. But I've been watching it, and I think Portnoy's trying to troll the Buckeyes, and the Buckeye fans are trying to troll the Michigan fans. And Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't even know that Dave Portnoy was a uh, Michigan guy. Yeah, he was calling Is for he Harbaugh's head. Is yeah. he an alum? Calling for Harbaugh's head, and then a year later, oh, we're going to we'll go down the sh- with the ship. We'll go down with Harbaugh. Oh, is that his, uh, yeah, he's his now, angle? Yeah, of course, yeah. Michigan fan uh, downplays it. What's the big deal? And then Buckeye fan, erase every win. Buckeye, yeah, you'd think it was a Jerry Sandusky situation the way Buckeye yeah. fans were. I will say this, though, and I'm not 
no bias whatsoever. I mean, I don't like Michigan, but on the topic, I can be non-biased. I think when you go kind of like when Buckeye fans angry about the tattoos and the kids got six games, I believe, and then Tress, Tress got fired for lying three times, not for right. – he was defending his players. But the NCAA doesn't like having a rule and then you breaking a rule when you know the rule exists. That's why I think the Buckeyes got hammered. I just have a feeling – the NCAA has had this rule since 94. You know it exists. I think they're going to hammer them, not necessarily because they think the, you know, oh, my God, they did all this horrible. I just think you blatantly broke a rule, and I think they're going to get more than what you think. Well, I think it's going to come down to did he know. I think he knew. But even if he didn't know, he should have known. Then he's the one. It's on his walk. Because you had the guy who taped it. One of the guys come yeah, out this right, week and right. say, yeah, they paid me to tape it. Right, right. So, And it's on the heels of the recruiting stuff during COVID. Yeah, it's a Harbaugh bad look up got. there. And it's then how do you say you didn't look. know? How do you say you didn't know where the guy's standing next to you during a game? Yeah, what's he even doing on the sidelines? And who, who let him in uh, to begin with? Yeah. He, was, he was a fan. He was a super fan. He was there for free. Boy, he's going to die. He was Take unpaid. the sword for him. He was unpaid. Yeah. And then they brought him in and gave him a job, and all of a sudden he has full access to the facilities. Well, Zach Smith will know if interns can be on the sidelines. That's another question we can ask Zach. Yeah, he, is, no, he was paid. He was more yeah. than an intern. No, but he was his title, though, was an intern. Yeah. Uh, the, so we'll ask him, are interns right. on the sidelines talking to coaches like that? Yeah, because I don't that's think they such are. That's a bad look. Yeah, but you have to wait till seven forty. And it's what a do shame I know? that you watch them play this year. They don't didn't They're need any good. of that. They didn't need any of that. They are damn good. And you know, as a Michigan fan, I'm telling you, I'm kind of entertained by the whole thing. Yeah, it's just one more layer. <laughs> it is. And if it's you're crazy. like Zach, he he's selling a podcast. Yeah. You and I are. In morning radio, it's good for business. It is. And it is the talk. Uh, there's a lot of buzz on this story. It's really, I bet you it's kind of like Trump for CNN. It is Michigan kinda, scandal for sports radio. It's kind of like people with Trump uh, derangement <laughs> yes. syndrome. It's kind of like, Harvard. and what did this guy ever do back in the day? Why do people, he's a firebrand. Yeah, I, I mean, I, where he goes, what he does, yeah. people hammer on Jim Harbaugh. And his dad is a legend. His, Jack, his John success in Baltimore. His he brother's took, a Hall of Fame coach. Jim took the 49ers to the a Super Bowl, Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. And but it's just people. Maybe he's just a privately he's a dick. Yeah. And, and people. <laughs> and don't people, be a dick. You. you know you don't know as a fan. You don't. Who, what's behind the the scenes with this guy? Because people love to get to pile on. They do. And you give them any uh, excuse for piling on. People are going to do it. Fans are going to do it. It's own booster turned him in. Turned him in. Yeah, there's a big problem with that. How and does then that the happen? other guy in the athletic department, this Matt Weiss. Now that's an old story, but they it's kind of front yeah. and center again. The FBI's investigating him. I think there was fraud. That might have been financial. Yes, I think that's kind I, of the I FBI's think, involved. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of stuff. So let's get a laugh before we find let's out. Let's do and- it. We talked about Nate Bargetsy, a stand-up comedian who hosted SNL for the first time over the weekend. Here's a little uh, snippet of when he killed in his opening monologue. I saw too much old-timey stuff. That's I'm pre-internet. I mean, I would go, we go to uh, a county fair, Wilson County Fair, and uh, this is in Tennessee, if you're wondering. And we would go there, uh, fairs, I don't know how they're still open, but they, I don't think the government knows about them. 
Cause, I don't know, we ride these rides that were on the interstate an hour ago. Uh, so my dad, my dad is a magician, if you don't know, and we would go watch him perform. Uh, this is the 80s. Yeah. So we'd go watch him. My dad's doing magic. Right next to him, they had donkeys jumping off a high dive into a pool. So pretty tough to keep people's attention when my dad is like, is this your card? And everybody's like, hold on, this donkey's about to jump off this high dive. That's something you don't think you want to see until it's up there. And I used, look, I use the word jump very loosely. Uh, yeah, these donkeys are falling off this high dive. But can't put that on the sign, you know? Um, you gonna watch a donkey fall off a high dive? You're like, no. What if he jumped? Well, at least he's into it. That is your laughter at 7.35 on this Monday morning and uh, brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone, that segment was. Columbus.funnybone.com to get your reservations to see great comedians like Nate Bargatze. Now, coming up after the break, Zach Smith talking a little college ball. You can watch the Menace to Sports podcast on YouTube Live every day at noon, Monday through Friday. You can catch it on iTunes, Amazon Music. It's where you get your streaming stuff. And let's talk to Zach Smith. Before we get in the game, uh, let's talk a little bit about Michigan and get up to, up to date. Zach, what's going on, man? Hello, Zach. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Congratulations on the Menace to Sports podcast. You are killing it, brother. Well, I appreciate it, man. I'm just over here talking trash. It's amazing you can do that for a living, isn't it? It sure is. I and know. While we're in morning radio, you're selling a podcast. The story like uh, that one up north there in Ann Arbor is gold. Oh, my gosh. You, you literally, it's, I said when it first broke, I said, listen, I didn't pray for this to happen, but I'm giving prayers of thanks. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> what do we know? What's the facts? Because a lot of it's coming from pictures on social media, but what do we know? What are the facts? Yeah, I mean, all we really know is there was a guy that worked for Jim Harbaugh that set, I mean, that was a sociopath, basically. I mean, he had a 600-page manifesto about how to run Michigan football, and he set up a, a, an organization to basically pay these, these people – to go to opponent, future opponents' games and video their sidelines, their signals. It's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty big deal, but it's, I think it's the audacity that's the biggest deal. It's like, wow, like this is blatantly illegal. This takes a lot of effort, and this is so big that there's no way that someone like Jim Harbaugh didn't know about it. And Jim Harbaugh, now they didn't rescind the offer, but it's on, quote, hold he was gonna. He was set to sign a new deal that would have made him the number one paid, the highest paid coach in in the entire country. It's yeah, on hold there's no, now. There's no doubt, and, yeah. it, and it's funny if you listen to Michigan fans. There's so much um, just. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if you call it ignorance, but they're just ignoring it, right? They, they really just they're they're acting like this is not a big deal when all signs are pointing to this is a major deal, and that's the the greatest example, the the newest example is they had this massive deal that was supposed to already be signed and now it's on hold and you're like no this is this there's definitely something coming down here and it might be 
more immediate than than people think. Is it major though? I mean, Jerry Sandusky is major. Three yeah. years ago, paying high school seniors to come to your college. That was the death penalty. The program has to be dismantled. Now look, now we're, that was just three, four years ago. Now we're paying kids to come. I mean, is it really major? I don't know. It's not major. What they did wasn't major, but just the audacious nature to do it. Just knowing that it's it's highly illegal, knowing, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I think I coached for 13 years. I've never heard of or imagined someone doing this. And like, like you said, it's not really that big a deal, but just, I guess the the arrogance to do it is what's what wild. Yeah, yeah it is arrogant. We're with Zach Smith, <laughs> Menace to Sports Podcast. Catch it today, noon, YouTube, and you can hear it on all the stream service. I'm I'm with you. I don't think it's a huge deal, but I think that you saw it with Tattoo Gate here at Ohio State. The NCAA doesn't like deliberate attempts to break the rules, and that's where I think they get hammered. Not for what they did, but they just broke a rule, and they should know better. Yeah, without a doubt. And it's similar to the Trestle deal. Like, how big a deal was that? It really wasn't a big deal. No, it wasn't. Right. But they were like, yeah, I don't know. He knew it was illegal, and he didn't – he hit it, and he didn't tell us about it. And, and it's that – they when they feel disrespected, they're going to bring the hammer down, even if it's not that big a deal. Hey, which, which is interesting because it probably it won't be long in the future. The NC2A is probably going to be out of the college football business. There'll be a commissioner with this 60-team league, and NC2A doesn't have the power it used to, at least over football. No, it definitely doesn't. I mean, no. it's been a dying organization. Yeah. I mean, all of Mark Emmert's tenure, and I think I think since he left and this guy Charlie Baker took over, they're doing a much better job. I mean, shoot, we actually hear about him. When Mark Emmert was around, you heard about Miami doing uh, all these audacious things on yachts with recruits, and it was like, what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. <laughs> like, so at least there, there's some action. There's there's some activity. Hey, from a – and you know this. They, there's pictures of the intern. He was labeled an intern. Mm-hmm. On the sidelines, does an intern – from your coaching experience, is an intern on the sidelines? And very, very rarely. And, and it, most of the time it's like a special teams intern just because you need a guy to, like, you know, hold cards for this, the punt team before they go out. Or But it's a – 99% of interns are in the box – charting plays right with a pen and clipboard they're just they're doing those mundane tasks that you need done and the one thing that you i've never heard of or ever seen was an intern speak to a full-time coach during a game like if, if that happened at ohio yeah. state that intern would never ever ever be at the game again urban would fire them yeah do you think we're gonna see the helmet uh technology they use in the nfl on the heels of uh the sign stealing Oh yeah, this this is the the fuel to the fire. I mean, they already approved that that teams could use it in postseason play this year to kind of test it out, and then in the spring. And this is going to be the final nail in the coffin. And I don't know why they haven't had it. I mean, it's honestly, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Why Joel Klatt says that publicly, all the coaches say we should have it, and then they tell their ads privately, no, because we do it too. We don't want to do it. That was Joel Klatt said that. I mean, that's, that, that's never been the opinion of anyone I've spoke to. Okay, yeah. Um, just, I don't know where he got that from, but he said coaches don't want that technology because they all do what Harbaugh's been doing. See, all coaches, all staffs try to steal signals during the game, right? As the game's going on, you're trying to get a beat on what, what plays they're calling, and you may have an intern or GA like watching their signal caller and trying to figure it out. That's not, that's not a big deal. Everyone has done that. That's been going on since the beginning of signals. The issue is the way they went about it, right? <laughs> the, the, the sending people to other games and yeah. that stuff. 
And like the the sheet that I had somebody at Ohio State send me of of my my former intern Keenan Bailey, like they had a detailed breakdown of what color shirt he wears and what percentage of the time he wears them. Like holy cow! Wow! Wow! Zach Smith also with us. Menace to Sports podcast today noon YouTube. Hey, uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. Kyle McCord, it just seems to me that the game is really fast for him. Yeah, it is. Um, he, I've said all year long, this, I think this defense is so good. And guys like Marvin Harrison Jr., Travion Henderson, having him back, my gosh, what a difference. Two hundred yeah. Over 200 all-purpose yards. I mean, with the talent they have, Kyle McCord, his, the only thing he has to not do is throw it to the other team. That's it. If he doesn't throw it to the other team, I think this team's good enough to be like 2002 and maybe even win it all. But if he throws it to the other team against a really good team, that's going to be the end. And Wisconsin, fortunately, wasn't you know had a backup quarterback. Their, their starting running back kind of got dinged up and knocked out. I mean, because of that, I think they, Ohio State was able to have a 14-point win with Kyle throwing two picks. But that's, that's one of those problems that it's like, well, got a 14-point win on the road. That's a great win. But at some point that's not going to be a good thing. Yeah. yeah, I think when the ratings come out today, Ohio State could very well tomorrow. be, or tomorrow yeah. could be number one with Michigan with the bye, and Georgia bounced back, but they're still, they're a three or four. They'll be top five, but they're not number one. Well, no, they shouldn't be. I mean, Ohio State, despite, you know, all the criticism you could give, kind of, you know, it's like over-analysis equals paralysis. Despite all of that, they have four Really good wins. I mean, no, I mean, right. It's the best resume in the game. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And so I don't know how you ignore that. Yeah. And, and you know, I'll tell you what, defensively, and Denzel Burke's playing better, and that interior defensive line, Zach, and the game's changed. I think people look back, and when John Randall was getting 15 sacks a year, that's not the defensive tackles outside of Aaron Donald, what they do. They're more of disruptors. They stop the run, they pressure the quarterback. The defensive tackles on this team, the guys in the middle, man, they are disruptors. Oh, there, there, there are three of them, and I think they're probably the three, the best trio in college football. I mean, you might be able to find, like, Jerzon Newton at Illinois is just probably going to be a top-ten draft pick. You might be able to find a player that is better than one of them or a couple of them, but you're not going to find a group of three, Ty Hamilton, Tyleek Williams, and Michael Hall Jr., that are as disruptive as these three. I think they're, they're the, the core of the defense. They make it all go. Yeah, and the, and the, I tell you what, it's it's what have you seen when you break down your film because you do another breakdown of film. It's a uh, another thing you do. What are you seeing on this defense? Why they're so improved when you watch the tape? I mean, because there's been an improvement that you've seen since week one to now. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's mostly pass coverage. I mean, you know, nowadays, and I learned this from Nick Saban. You know, it used to be. Stop the run. Stop the run. Nowadays, you got to build a defense from the back forward. You got to stop the pass. With how offenses are, you got to stop the pass first, and then be disruptive in the run game. And this secondary's night and day from last year. I mean, Jordan Hancock being the third corner, he's playing out of his mind for for cornerback three. This safety group with Lathan Ransom and Josh Proctor, Sonny Styles. I mean, the back end is just playing so well that all of a sudden the run game, the, the rush defense looks better. Everything looks better because they're able to stop the passing games. Hey, what's your worry on this offensive line? I saw Josh Fr- Fryer literally block air on Saturday night. Like <laughs> yeah. he, there's a play, Jerry. I don't know if you saw it, but he blocked I, air. I was watching pretty intently, but I don't. I didn't see that. Yeah, he blocked air. Yeah, yeah Josh is a concern. I mean, I think he's he's. A, He's a little stiff um, for for at least. I mean, thankfully he's a right tackle, but I think it's a work in progress. I think I've seen Josh look decent at times, 
Um, Josh Simmons, I think, is, is, a, is a twitched up tackle that just he's, he's young and doesn't have a ton of experience, but I think he has the tools to be a really good tackle. Then I, th- I think the interior three have been pretty solid. Uh, Carson Hinsman at center could, he needs to play better, but I, it's, it's the least, I don't want to say the least of my concerns on offense, but they, the offensive line also has gotten a lot of bad breaks on instances where it wasn't their fault that a run play didn't work. And it's hard to see on TV copy, but there's times where Kyle McCord's reading the defensive end and he hands the ball off and the guy he's reading tackles the, the running back and, and watch on TV. You're like, what is this offensive line doing? And you're like, well, they, they did what they were supposed to do. Kyle just didn't read his guy. Uh, Zach Smith is with us, the Menace to Sports podcast today at noon on YouTube. So today, obviously, Monday, Tuesday, you're still going over, uh, you know, Saturday night's game and then looking forward. Do you do big guests and stuff on the podcast? Who do you get? No, not really. Um, it's mostly just analysis. Okay. To talk about college football. I, every, in the offseason, I'll bring guests in occasionally. Or, like, you know, when it's time for the rivalry game, I'll probably right. bring in a form, former player or two. But but right now, I don't need a guest. I can talk about Jim Harbaugh all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jerry was mentioning before he got on, is and you would know better than we would, is there something with Jim Harbaugh's personality where just people don't like him? Yeah, he's just weird. You know, people don't people don't like weird people. Yeah, he's just he's just strange. And I I met him at a camp in Detroit one time and walked away like that's one of the strangest human beings I've ever met. Yeah, because his old man's a legend, Jack, brother John in Baltimore. He seems like a okay, but yet for years it's just trouble everywhere he goes. Yeah, and it's just it's, he's polarizing. It's, he is polarizing. I mean, it's things like sleeping over at a recruit's house in and, a onesie. Yeah. yeah, right. Like taking your shirt off and khakis and playing speedball with a bunch of young kids. Like it's just he just does think you're like that. That's that guy's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, we appreciate it. Some great stuff, Zach. Appreciate you having me on. All right, take care. Here, concrete design specialists and can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off? Why wait? Get an instant quote today at CapCityConcrete.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Host your holiday party at Borgata this year. While you're out shopping, stop in for their amazing happy hour specials. You can find them Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So Nick at Night is remembering Matthew Perry with a very special followed by Fan favorite episodes of Friends. Matthew Perry, thanks for being a friend, will air at 10 p.m. Eastern this coming Sunday. The special will include never-before-seen interviews with Perry, behind-the-scenes moments from the set, and stories about Perry's best moments as Chandler Bing. The channel will air Friends episodes all week leading up to the tribute. So, Christy, it's not really, uh, you know, it's more you and Torg and my wife's era. Right, Gen X. The uh, the whole Friends thing. I mean, I was into Seinfeld, of course. Similar time, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But the Friends thing, when I look at the, quote, the highlights, and I'm not disrespecting him at all. It, was it laugh out loud? I didn't funny? think it was. It I stopped. Wasn't. Yeah, I didn't think so. And but. I can't remember a show in recent memory that used the laugh track like they did. That recorded laughter yeah. after they were basically telling you you're too stupid to get the joke. So, so here we gonna go. We're going to remind you to laugh here because yeah. when you watch a clip, it seems really wow. That's a that's funny. But then when you ever see it without the laughter, you go ooh. The new Frasers like that, they have a laugh track 
oh, too much. And it was filmed in front of a live audience, right? Yeah. Friends was. Yeah. So the laugh should have been there, but I know they do a lot a lot of takes and stuff. But and maybe then, it wasn't that funny. And they augment it with, yeah, because it just didn't... Likeable characters and Jennifer Aniston, no bra. Women it. loved it. I, I was get, never yeah. a fan. Women And what's loved interesting it. is I never watched it when it was on prime time. I only started watching Friends when it went into reruns. Yeah, I probably watched the first three years when it was out. And then after that, it was just, you lose. It's not, they moved day, nights too. When it moved nights, I just was like, not, a, you know, I was like, all right. That's Who cool. was the biggest star on there? Whose show would you say it was? It all started out as like, but it was truly all six of them, It right? was. Yeah, it was. They all Phoebe, had their moments. not as much, I, I would say Phoebe would be in the bottom of that as far as one of the main cast members. But each of them had their own. Their own unique way yeah. of standing out, you know. And With- Matthew Perry's so likable in that. Yeah, he is. He was pretty, so likable. Pretty, yeah, pretty quick-witted. Which and is Kathleen good. Turner, that was his his dad, uh, his dad slash mom. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was good. See, stuff. there was there was some funny things. <laughs> yeah, there, they had a so. lot of guest stars on that show. Yeah, they did. Like uh, a lot got of people. Brad Pitt, Tom Selleck. Yep, Tom Selleck, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Um, Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, that's right. In his heyday. Yeah, yeah. He was the, wasn't he the dentist that, no. He was was the dad of one of the girls Ross was dating. Okay, yeah. And Ross got like trapped under the bed or something while Bruce Willis is in the bedroom or something. And didn't the entire cast hold out at one point? Yes, and they all wanted the same salary. And they uh, they ended up getting a million dollars per episode, didn't they? Good for them. Wow. Just still, such a shame. It, it really very, uh, very was. Sad. 54 years old. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know what? No keyword today. I was just going to tease the keyword, but there's no keyword. We're out of words. We I ran told out you. Of words. Yes, last Friday was the last day to, to score $1,000. However, I will work in a pay. Of course you will. After Led Zeppelin. We are back! Got the Torg Torgerson. No balls on my chin. If I had balls on my chin, they would be the biggest balls ever. A beautiful nutsack. Ganelliot. Hello, Jerry. I shout that when I'm having sex. Ah, Bunda Bala. Wow, because one of those is radio shows. Look at us. Do you know what we are? Fucking tribe. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Definitely better than Gavin Newsom playing basketball, the Torg and Elliot show. Yeah. That guy, you see the, he's trying to spin the ball on his fingers, tries to be hot shot, and then he bulldozes a kid and ends up on the ground yeah and then he grabs the kid like they're wrestling like they're having yeah. fun to kind of cover up the fact he just tripped <laughs> i know what <laughs> a clown he crushed a kid <laughs> did you see kamala on 60 minutes last I night it would be a softball interview so i didn't watch it yeah. not that i care either way but i just now they're interviewing her well, they're trying to prop her up. Okay, they, yeah. they threw a favor, I think, to the DNC that they're, see, she's legit. And, I mean, she even had the pearls on. And ugh. Was it any all softballs, I'm assuming? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. They and, did ask her, uh, to their credit, uh, about Joe's dementia and stuff. And What'd she say? She just backpedaled, and I don't see it. I'm with him countless times throughout every day. And when we're not traveling, we're together, and. Gotcha. And she yeah, says she everything's said all great. the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had two things when they were elected. One, I want everyone to succeed, so I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. I just want the world country to do well. But two, I wanted the media to treat them just like they treated Trump. Be be steady, Eddie. Don't just because it's a Republican or a Democrat, take it easy. You hammered a guy for four years, and rightfully so. He deserved it. You know, tweeting 13 times before you even get up in the morning. But then treat Biden the same way, and they don't. They throw so they would never yeah. have two softball interviews with Trump on 60 Minutes. They hammered him, and then they put Biden on. They throw softballs. That's what I don't like. I mean, come on, the dude doesn't know how to get off stage, and you throw if you, oh, yeah. right. And that's yeah. what I don't like is the selective outrage of the media. He's like a Roomba. Yeah. I mean, he turns around. He doesn't know which direction to go. <laughs> yeah. He is. In fact, there's a meme where it has him on a Roomba, and that's just going. Bumping into walls. And they yeah, just assume yeah. we're, the media assumes we're stupid idiots. Right. That we can't see him talking to shaking hands Have. with ghosts and falling down. And like you said, Christy, the Roomba, come on. You could be the biggest Biden fan in the world. You know something is not. He can't even finish a sentence. Yeah, have you? Uh, do you have any uh, left-leaning or liberal friends? Because I do. Yes. Yeah. I, do yes. Too. I don't care. Yeah. Have you brought up the RFK thing with them? They act like he's Hitler. Yeah, they think he's a vaccine. The craziest, the craziest thing. And I go, no, do your homework. Listen to what he's saying. Because you would think that's a match made in heaven. You would. That's deliverance from this mess we're in now and the guy you put in last time. Yeah. This is the answer right here, but... You or they've been told RFK by the party to that he's, no, you got to stick, like stick with Biden. Like, you can't go wow. anywhere else. You know, I heard over the weekend, this is a great one, because we've talked many times. In the 80s, it was acid rain in the ozone layer. Or well, 70s might have been acid the rain. Ice Age. It, it's a different conspiracy while the world's going to end every Leonard year, right? Leonard Nimoy, have you yes. seen the video of him in, yeah. in 1992 doing the ice cap? Going to get yeah, us all. Yeah, and so now it's in, believe what you want, I don't, I'm not a denier, but climate change, and now it's because of climate change, there's not enough rain and the, the ground is not providing enough enough water underground for our water supply to last. Oh, so that's the one I heard this weekend. Yeah, the water supply could really uh, yeah, do but, us in a bad way. Yes, but they say because of climate change, it's happening and we're going to run out of water to drink. Oh, okay. And, and if we don't do climate change immediately, we're going to run out of water. What's young Greta say? Yeah. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. It's my favorite rapper, too. Greta, young Greta. Young Greta. Yes. Uh, oh, anyway, you want a, for everyone out there, I got a way for everyone to save money. Like, I legit. I like it. I like these because times are tough. Everything's going through the roof. You're looking for ways to save money. We talked, took phone calls on meat, like side of beefs. And where to get like a cheap side of beef. I don't even want to know how much I'm going to spend on Halloween candy. I haven't bought my Halloween candy. Go to candy Dollar yet. Store, Christy. Okay, because yeah, candy. it's oh my god, you it's going to be. You only get eight kids, right? No, she gets a lot. I get a lot. Yeah, okay. I get about between fifty and seventy. We'll buy for eight and then shut the light off. We don't have to mention any names, but so your internet. What you pay? What are you paying for internet? A month. I pay ninety nine. I'm all bundled up. Okay. I don't. I don't know if I broke it out because I cut cable off in my. Internet's $99 a month. Have That's no about problem. what we are, yeah. Runs fine. Did you know if you go to your cell phone carrier, I'll use mine, T-Mobile, they're not in my area, but T-Mobile can hook you up with their little hotspot box, and it's 40 bucks a month. That's what I have. And it works just as good as your internet. Now, let's say you have a house with 
coverage isn't the greatest. You get two of them, double the, you know, one box in the front of your house, one box in the back, and you're still saving 20 bucks a month. It's the same speed, towers near you, yeah. same exact thing that you're getting now. You're just getting it a lot cheaper. And who provides that? I'm sorry. Your cell service. Your T-Mobile's mine. Yeah, well, that's Verizon. They've, they've, well, yeah, they've I said gone. your cell company. Yeah, yeah right, your cell right, phone company. Right. My problem is, is the towers in my area aren't good, so I wouldn't have it in my area. It's not, they, and they even said if yeah, they- Yeah, well, they, that's because the digital lines, it's so new, they haven't been laid. But you're t- you told me the worker there said it's your towers. Because he's like a, he's like but a I mile. think your neighborhood has to be laid with the digital line. No, it's he told me the guy at T-Mobile told me Saturday that it's your towers. It says wherever the position of your towers, that's yeah. when the new homes get it. Yeah, because right. that's where they're feeding the internet from. Okay, and so if you're in a good tower spot, yeah. And he said even if you're not, they tell you it's not available in your area. They can override it in their system and give you the internet. They just don't like to advertise that because they can't guarantee. Yeah. That it'll work. And he says, run a test, run a speed test on your phone, and that's how you find out if it works because they're going off a tower. And you walk home with it. Yeah. They give you seven days to use it. If it doesn't work right, you bring it back. It. Hey, how about that? Yeah, just telling nice you. little tip there. Just telling you, you save a lot of You save 60 bucks a month. Yeah. And you get the same damn internet. S- same internet, so it doesn't slow it down at all. Same speed. Same speed. So no. I'm just helping you. Well, you run a speed test. That's how you find out. And then you just take it back yeah. if it doesn't work for you. And they show you on your phone. There's an app yeah. on your phone There's where you see what it's running Did at. Did you see the banking story and the banking concerns moving forward? There's gonna be uh there's gonna be trouble in the banking industry. They and have- they said uh one of the things that came out of it is the interest rates are so high right now, you have a low interest rate, right? Yep. You're at three, whatever yeah, you're like at. Two something. I'm, I'm two at and two seven, seven eight. five. Yep. It's possible that the banks are going to buy us out of what we owe on our mortgage at a reduced number because it's costing the bank more money to service those loans at our interest rate. Really? Than it is to because yeah, they're they're making hand over fist with it eight percent or whatever the hell it is. Gotcha. And they expect that to go up. Yeah, it's gonna go. So up. if here if they if they're saddled with these loans at two seven five two eight five, they're not making three, any money. They're not making any money. So if you have one hundred and fifty thousand dollars left on your mortgage, it it's in their best interest to go. Well, give us one hundred gotcha. and twenty, and you're done. And they get the money. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to do a disclaimer. Don't uh, we're Torgan Elliott. So don't take any financial advice from our show. <laughs> right, that's yeah. it. I, I'm or just, cost-cutting well, measures. I'm just parroting what I yeah, heard no, over no, the no, weekend. I'm just pointing that out. Because I, I thought, wow, that's yeah. kind of interesting. But then where do you get the 120 to buy well, out the, no, the money? I know, yeah. I know. I just <laughs> you got to go to a different bank for that? And yes. what, what interest is that on? 8%. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling. Your climate hero. He called the Broncos win, Michael Evans. Hello, Mike. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get into that right away. First, let's get this out of the way. We've got to talk about it just for a second. So, so sad. I never met I never met Matthew Perry, but was well aware of his decades of addiction. He even admitted taking 55 to 70 pills a day at the height of his uh, addiction for, like I said, for decades. But people that did know him, uh, who I talked to over the weekend, said he was a sweet, wonderful guy that just fought addictions and, and lost. 
Addiction can take hold of anybody and not let go. I've never mentioned this before. Uh, I know for a fact my father was addicted to drugs for decades. He died a young man because of his addiction. May Matthew Perry rest in peace. Just uh, my, my dad's 53 years old, alcoholic, drank 20 beers a day. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, let's talk football. Yeah. I, I, I had Colorado plus 14, one. I, my biggest bet this weekend, Vikings, one. Told you. Second biggest bet this weekend, Cowboys, one. And I took some. I took Denver and put some money on that game. One, I had a great week this week. Russell Wilson kind of reverted to form. He looked pretty good on some of those passes. Man, he was flipping it around like the yeah. old days. It was. It was great. I, I loved it. How about how about the, the Denver? Uh, the Denver uh, playing shake it off. Uh, the, the Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> yeah, That's great. right. Taylor Swift, I love hey, it. And your Cowboys got a big game. It's Cowboys Philadelphia for the division lead here coming up. And that'll be good. That's going to be exciting. That's Sunday at four. Yeah. Don't and, bet it, Michael. Huh? Don't bet it. I probably won't. I, I, okay. If I bet it, yeah. Uh, big game tonight, baseball. Yeah, that was boy. Game one was awesome, that wasn't it? Certainly was. Friday wow. night was stellar. Wow. And then they looked so bad. Dallas, uh, Texas on. Saturday night, it was horrible. Yeah, Montgomery didn't even only get, only gave up two runs. He looked bad. They were and... celebrating after that game one. Extra, well, it was a walk off in the World yeah. Series. Of course they did, but they were celebrating like it was a game seven, and they'd already won. No, you still have six yeah. more games to play. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Love Nugget Taylor Swift was not at the Travis Kelsey Kansas City game. Maybe that's why they lost. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, weekend box office five nights at Freddy's did seventy six million dollars, and it was streaming free on Peacock. I know that's amazing. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift uh, Eras concert did four million dollars, limited engagement. They cut back. Uh, look, uh, there was also a drop in the record sales, but kudos to Taylor Swift. Her devoted fans for three weeks went to her movie. They bought her records. They got it done. Her movie ranked 17th of gross, grossing movies in uh, uh, in 2023. It was a great run for Taylor Swift, and she played it very, very good. Very good. Limited release, more release, limited release, gone, and got the most out of it with publicity and sales. Um, let's talk about Priscilla, the movie of Elvis. Oh, Michael so, Shannon, yeah. Uh, wooing, marrying uh, Priscilla. It, it doesn't doesn't make Elvis look a bit good. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Sophia Coppola, the director. My question is, how many people care, care about Elvis Presley nowadays? Four. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't well, know he's kind of he's he's. It's like Daniel Boone now. He's just an American. Yeah. Folk hero or icon <laughs> or somebody, yeah, like you know. He just. I think next year's bio of Michael Jackson is going to be a lot bigger. Who's, uh, play, yes. who's playing Michael Jackson? David uh, Spade. No, uh, <laughs> Weird his cousin. Casting. His cousin. Uh, Jaffia. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Al Pacino, 83 years old, will be a part-time dad to his four-month-old son. Uh, he came to an agreement with the baby mama. The nanny could change both their diapers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's putting play between about 35000 a month in child support. Damn. Wow. Uh, Halloween tomorrow, what's the scariest movie you ever saw? Hereditary. 
Uh, probably as a kid, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, I was like nine, and it scared the crap out of me. I saw that uh, Blu-ray D- when it first came out on DVD of The Exorcist with all the uncut portions that you didn't get in the theater. That's mine. Watched it alone, and yeah, a little trouble sleeping that night. And it was uh, just last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, an instant pop quest question just released over the weekend. What are the three most expensive cities to live in in America? San Francisco, San Francisco, New York New City, York. and Denver. San Francisco, number three. Los Angeles, number two. Shocker. San Diego, number one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're taxed like crazy. Yeah. And you also have the highest taxes, the worst yeah. traffic, and the highest crime. Uh, yeah. Go. Rent a car in San Diego and then be thankful you live somewhere else. Exactly. Hey, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years. That is SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Clouds, rain likely before noon, high 48. Clear tonight, widespread frost. Chilly, low 29. Frost early Tuesday, then sunshine on a high 45. It It is 47 right now. Ohio State kept its spot, number three in the AP poll. Buckeyes beat the Badgers 24-10 on Saturday. Team is now uh, to an 8-0 season. Oklahoma dropped four spots to 10. Top five teams held their place. And Kansas and Kansas State both entered the poll on Sunday. Georgia. And after after uh, Tuesday, Christy, you never have to mention the AP poll. Ah, uh, because that'll be done. Yeah. Uh, Georgia number one for the 20th straight week. Michigan number two. OSU three. Florida State at four. Washington at five. Former VP Mike Pence surprised attendees at the Republican Jewish Coalition in Vegas Saturday. He announced he's suspending his campaign for president. Third Republican presidential debate is coming next week, and Pence has yet to qualify to appear at the debate. He received a standing ovation from the crowd after he made his announcement. So I was listening to someone over the weekend that's very smart, and they said, here's why Pence dropped out and why some will stay to the very end. I did not know this, but Nikki Haley was deep in debt. She ran one other time or something like that. Did she run last time and dropped out early? Yes, she did. Well, she was in debt big. So then she was ambassador to the United Nations, and they say her personal wealth has jumped up so much she's no longer in debt and making money her campaign's making money that she will stay in the bitter end even though she knows she won't win because the gravy train started her christy has some of the anti-trumpers putting money pence just didn't have the money that the other guys did so the personal wealth wasn't there so the people who are not DeSantis is in it because he's legitimately thinks he's going to win. Yes. N- uh, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie and people like that know they're not going to win, but they're in it because of the wealth because they're making a lot of money. They're making some bank doing yeah. this. Yeah. And Pence wasn't making the money, and that's why Pence is like, "Let me get out of there before it costs me." And that's what Ramaswamy's not taking any money. Correct. It's his money that he's yeah. using. Yeah. Wow. Hey, two flight attendants from United Airlines, they have filed a lawsuit. They claim that a charter flight for the Dodgers denied them a position because the players preferred women who were white, young, and thin. That's any team, not just the Dodgers. Well, they're they're specifically talking about this charter flight. Uh, United is fighting back, saying they believe this lawsuit is without merit, and they tend to defend themselves vigorously. Now, the flight attendants have alleged that they didn't fit the certain look preferred by the players and the airline denied them roles on the basis of race and physical biases. Uh, They stress, hey, had an experience of over 15 years with the airline. They are seeking unspecified damages for the alleged discrimination. There are plenty of athletes and coaches in all four sports 
that have married the team flight oh, stewardesses. Yeah, right. I know a couple right in my head right now, I could say. It's kind of hot. Yeah. The team stewardess. Yeah. Yikes. I've been or on planes. flight attendant yeah. if you're Dwight Howard. Yeah. <laughs> stewardess may not be PC. And there's a thrift store that is actually having to ask people to stop donating one particular item. So the store, which supports a children's hospital, apparently they have gotten one too many adult sex toys. For some reason, there's been a lot of new and used marital aids. The store released a statement saying, we therefore ask that you refrain from donating your used and unused sex toys. We would like to remind you that the branch does have closed captioned television, so all of these items could be traced back to the owners. Am I the only one getting a boner right now? Thank you very much. Jimmy comes home. He's at the Goodwill and got Christy some presents. Here, honey, I love he opens you. Opens up an old pair of, uh, yeah, right, an old trash bag filled with clothes and there at the bottom. A couple of vibrators. Doris's yeah. old uh, phallic. That's an MR2020. Where'd yeah. you find that? The collector's item, the MR2020. You can't even get those anymore. Put D batteries in that bad boy. <laughs> so old, there's fake hair on it. Uh, QFM96, Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Accident block in the left lane 70 west right before 256. You want to add an extra 10 to 15 minutes if you're coming in from Licking County. Uh, also, 71 South has one right lane blocked at 11th Avenue. Traffic is still slow from Morris Road. 315 or North High Street, uh, your best alternatives for a detour. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist, and you can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at CapCityConcrete.com. Here are your hot five audio cuts for this Monday. Cut number one, Buckeyes beat Wisconsin on the road by two touchdowns. Buckeyes coach Ryan Day, sure happy to get running back Trevion Henderson back. Make sure that he was 100%. And, uh, you know, this is a big run we're about to go on. And you can just see the difference he makes when he's out there, the explosiveness, the speed. I thought he ran hard tonight. And, he, and he's a weapon out of the backfield. Um, but you can just see when he's out there uh, the impact he's having on our offense. And, um, you know, to get that run there in the fourth quarter was big. He crushed it. Yeah, he's a beast. He's, yeah. He is. Uh, he's, he runs hard, man. Yep. Good to have him back. All right, clip number two. I'm not a big fan personally of Saturday Night Live, right? Hadn't seen it in quite some time, but this past weekend, Nate Bargatze, stand-up comedian who's coming to the Nationwide Arena in January, by the way, um, hosted, and I got to say it was pretty, pretty good, especially when the Foo Fighters performed. It came in a flash!
first half without Taylor Hawkins. Now, I wonder if uh, SNL has ever released a album of best performances. Like they could release a. Oh, they could. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some financial or legality to that where the bands own the the copyright to it all. If you rope in a charity, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? Because I couldn't wait for the Ashley Simpson. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I know they're online. There's the like best rock performances of all time. Is there? You know, yeah, Queen and with Freddie, of course, back in the day, Paul McCartney, Bob Dylan. Those are available. Online, oh. online, though. Yeah, I did watch that a little bit, huh? Yeah. Cut number three, we go from good to bad. Flavor Flav sings the national anthem before the Milwaukee Bucks game. All the land of the free and the He was on key. Yeah. You know? Modified the he end did. there a little bit. Yeah, Flay. He did. I've heard worse. Oh, yeah. You brought up earlier uh, at the 640 Hot 5 when we played that about, I had forgotten him and uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Oh, yeah. She, was, she wasn't She was looking good. They met in celebrity rehab, yeah, right? That's, yeah, yes, I don't yes. think it was a long time, Christy. You said, like, because they never married. Well, I'm sorry. In Hollywood well, years, I, that could have been six months, Jerry. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, Flavor Flav's not going to get married, I, th- I think he was the popular of the two, and she kind of latched on for some run. Yeah, she looked like a catcher's mitt. Uh, at that point, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. All right, clip number four. Michael Evans told you about... Um, Matthew Perry's, and I guess the autopsy's uh, forthcoming, probably, what, six, eight weeks, something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah. But in a recent interview, Matthew Perry revealed how he would like to be remembered. I've said this for a long time. When I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned, and I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that. The best thing about me, bar none, is if somebody comes up to me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do it. He even sounds like someone who had major struggles where his speech and yeah. everything else just very slurred. They were showing a lot of highlights. I remember the reunion show on HBO? Yep. Did you see it when it came yes, out? Yes, I did. God, it was uncomfortable, huh? Yeah. Oh, my. When he is speaking and yeah. of his struggle, it's like it's a reunion. It's supposed to be happy. Jennifer Aniston is like. She wants to be anywhere but in that chair next yeah, to him. Yeah, one of them started crying, one of the gals. I think yeah. Courtney Cox started crying when he started talking about right, it. Right, and again, yeah. none of them of his castmates have spoken out yet because they're just reeling and probably finding the best way to, to say something. Or maybe you don't have to tweet anything <laughs> or tweet everything. or You know what right. I mean? Maybe yeah. you just yeah. can mourn yeah. without a Facebook post or an X post Correct. or an Instagram thing, right? Correct. Uh, cut number five here. Happy 78th birthday to one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, Henry Winkler. Here's Henry on our show telling us how he found out about Ron Howard leaving Happy Days. All right, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Well, there was a phone booth 
next to the door of Soundstage 19 on Paramount Lot. I get, um, somebody said, hey, Henry, you got a phone call. And I said, that's crazy. No one ever calls me here. Uh, and I went over to the phone booth, and it was Ron. And he said, look, the press is going to break this in a half an hour, but I wanted you to know um, before it came out, I'm not coming back. I said, wait a minute, wait, wait, my brain turned to cream cheese. Yeah. I said, what did you just say to me? He said, look, I've made this decision. You know I want to be a director. I'm, I'm not coming back. And I said, Ron, I love you. I, you know I wish you well. My career is over. <laughs> because we were so good together. We could memorize a scene. Three pages. We could do it. We could shoot it, memorize it, and improvise it in 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah, they were good together, those two. They were. No doubt about it. And Ron Howard went on. Uh, I mean, he's a talent, huh? Oh, gosh. One of the, probably a top Huge 10 director films. of all time, huh? Huge films. Yeah. yeah. Put him in the top 10, probably. I would think, yeah, yeah, maybe seven, eight, nine. Yeah, right around there. in there. Eight, nine, ten. Yeah, and his damn brother has done it, had a pretty good job in those bit parts. Clint. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> He's always like a comedy playing like a two-minute on-screen guy. Howard, <laughs> and that is your Hot Five. From your Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic Center, uh, blocking right lane, 670 West, right after the Columbus Convention's exit. There's a record working to remove a disabled vehicle. Also, this accident, the left lane of 70 West before 256. Add an extra 10 or so minutes if you're coming in from Licking County. Everything else looking good. Looks like the rain has stopped for the time being, but there's still some puddling, and you might find some hydroplaning as well. And it's brought to you by the Original Mattress Factory. Their mission is simple. They hand-build high-quality mattresses in the local factory, and they sell those mattresses directly to their customers so they can eliminate the middleman. Just go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Host your holiday party at Borgata this year. While you're out shopping, make sure to stop in for their amazing happy hour specials. And you can find them on Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Five nights at Freddy's at top the North American box office. And how much it did over the opening weekend? $78 million. $78 million for Five Nights at Freddy's horror film. Uh, again, number one. And despite the fact that you could also get it on Peacock, you didn't have to go to the theater to watch it. Yeah, I watched it. Part Did of you? It. Yeah. And what'd you think? Well, well it broke records uh, as the not, highest. It's not for me, let's just say. Not for you. Well, you might like it, Chris. fact, I give it to. Yeah, not for two you, Jerry. Yeah. Well, it broke records as the highest horror opening for Bloomhouse, the biggest opening for a horror film directed by a woman, and the highest opening for any PG-13 horror film. So don't talk bad about it. Yep. First horror movie made by a woman. Yep, if nope. you talk about it, you're sexist. Okay. You Bloomhouse, like Blumhouse, whatever. That guy was a, the guest celebrity judge on Shark Tank Friday night. Oh, oh was he? Yeah, because the movie opened on Friday. Uh, and that makes he sense. Was, and they did the little two-minute oh, yeah, background piece yes. on... How he got his money, that's interesting. Yeah. So you know what came in second? That wasn't even close. Taylor. Yes, Taylor. $14.7 million. Killers of the Flower Moon claimed the third spot. It only raked in $9 million. I think the length has a lot to do with it. Is that. that just dying on a vine or never Minnesota, got started? I think, yeah. I just think people don't want to sit three and a half hours in a theater. But if it's good, why wouldn't you? Wait till it, it comes, you know, on, on demand. Was it Michael that said he thinks Leo's going to be nominated for that? 
There's, might, there's no I might doubt. Go see it. Yeah, three and a half hours. Yeah. That would be like an afternoon matinee. The theater's never been more comfortable with the chairs yeah. and stuff they have. No, they I got can bars. drink. I can have a pizza. It's not to like. They have burgers. That is, you know, three tens one anything three hours. 3.30? Yeah. That, you're right there. Previews. You're in the theater over four yes, hours. Yes, exactly. Yeah, when it's all said and done. Hour. Hey, so what did my uh, did Michael Orr, Fat Guy, After Death, that came out this weekend? It was in fourth place. Do you no. know what that movie was? No. Okay, 5.1 million. And then finally, The Exorcist, The Believer, rounded out the top five. 3.1 After million. Death. Yeah. After Death. Hmm. A lot so, of costumes out and about Saturday Oh, night. you better believe yeah. lots of Halloween parties. A lot of stuff going on. And this, this isn't just a ghost story. Now, no, though the United States is home for to a handful of uh, houses just north of 200 years old, there's one house in particular that stands out as the most unique. So it's a house in New York that dates back to the 1890s. And this house was legally, decla- legally declared haunted in 1991 by a New York Supreme Court ruling after a series of mysterious door slams and shaking beds. The person who bought this 4,600-square-foot Victorian house in 1989 sued the previous owner for not disclosing the poltergeists before the sale, which led for that court ruling in favor of the buyer. Shaking beds, too easy, Torg? Yes, it's a little too easy. That's just after a little too death easy. After Death is a documentary. Oh, it is? Okay, well, that would make after sense. Death, after Death. Where they have the top, they say it's a Christian documentary where scientists try to figure out what happens. To the body, to your you brain, die. and yeah. yeah. I bet that's good. I bet that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, but are you going to go to a theater? That's one of those no, you sit at a home theater. and watch. That's, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. See a documentary at the. It's odd that they would release that in the theater. And if it was done, would you say a Christian or. Yeah, it but it, it made more. It came in so four. You know which way it's going to go. Yeah. You yes. know how it ends. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Jesus. Bright, bright light. Yeah. Friend of Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Jesus is my friend. <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend of Jesus. It's a short movie. Uh, you pass on, and man, it's like shutting the TV off. It's over. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. You're done. It's midnight, and the there's, television station's no over. juice going to the set. Yep. yep. Well, we do Sal Serencioni's Rock Report after STP. Getting you up to speed with what's happening in the world of rock. It's Sal's Rock Report on QFM 96. Yeah, the director of rock programming, Premier Radio Network. Sal, what's going on, man? Uh, hello, Sal. Hello, everyone. Hey. Everybody have a nice weekend? Yes. Yes, Friday. Got home from work, and in the mail was my copy of Hackney Diamond's picture disc. Oh, very cool. Yes, on vinyl. I, 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 on vinyl, I don't want anything uh, bad to happen to the Rolling Stones, of course, but if this is their final ever new album, I want it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm with you there. Like I said, uh, we like we talked about, it is a solid album. And they do say there's more material in the can for a follow-up, but uh, we shall see. You know, we shall see what the story is uh, regarding that. But we will start this morning with the Rolling Stones and Hackney Diamonds as it debuts at number three on the Billboard 200, making it their 38th top ten release, which um, is the uh, record for the most top 10 charting albums in the history of the list. I have a typo on my script, which you might have caught. Okay, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> uh, meanwhile, back in their homeland, the UK, Hackney Diamonds tops uh, the UK's official albums chart, making it the third highest selling album of 2023. In addition, it's number one on the UK official vinyls album, vinyl albums chart. It's their 14th number one album in the UK and 11th different title to achieve that goal tying them with the Beatles, Robbie Williams, and Bruce Springsteen, all of whom have 11 studio albums to hit the top spot. But the Beatles have the most number one albums with 16 and can't be outdone by Australia. Hackney Diamonds, also number one down there. Their 34th top 10 album, Down Under. First, you want to make a record that pleases yourself, and you want to be excited, and you want to play it to your friends, and you want them to be excited. And then when you throw it out to everyone else, then you hope that it's accepted and liked and people can be quite doubtful about a band that's been around for so long and listening to a new record by a band that's been around as long as we have. And that, of course, is Mick Jagger on uh, his goal for Hackney Diamonds. I should have introduced that uh, prior. I apologize. But, uh, yeah, so it's a great great album. If anybody does have doubts, like Mick said, if you're a longtime fan, that you know, I don't know, new music, you know, I like the old stuff. Trust me when I tell you this stuff is right up there with it. And if when they do come around at concert, they can actually, you know, put it in there seamlessly. And I don't think people will be making a beeline for the beer line. Hey, can you help me <laughs> That's out? That's a high compliment yeah. right there. Robbie Williams, what type of music? Because he's, he's not pop. he's not yeah. popular in the States, is he? No, no. he no, You know, he's known here, but he's not, no, not very popular here in terms of uh, songs being played on the radio, touring, etc. But yeah, he's a, one of these British pop stars. I think he actually might have been in a... Uh, he was in a group. Uh, yeah, a boy band or something. Yeah, like, okay. Or, I believe so, yeah. He's uh, been and, huge uh, for years over there, though. Yeah, and he's most notable, not, notable over here for being neighbors with Jimmy Page and pissing off Page by wanting to do all these upgrades to his property, which has been annoying Mr. Page, and they've those two have been going back and forth with lawsuits for a couple of years. <laughs> is, it, is it Jimmy Page... Uh... At one time, like associated with the occult, I wouldn't mess Alistair with Alistair Crowley's home yeah. is what, yeah. Right, and and that is the, the I, I don't know if that's the home. No, I don't think that's the home he's currently That's not in the now. home he's in now, no. no. that's not the home, you're right. But it, it was is just a phase. Home. Yeah, yeah. That was his I love the devil phase. That was years ago, decades. He grew out of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, now we'll switch gears to Kiss and the never ending feud between these guys. I mean, come on, enough is enough already. But for some reason, Ace really felt the need to take a shot at Paul Stanley while talking about his new album, Freely's new album, during a recent radio interview. He said, and I quote, Paul and Gene Simmons have pretty much tried to destroy my credibility by calling me a drunk and a drug addict and somebody who's not dependable. Paul recently said on the Howard Stern Show, you might as well call the band Piss instead of Kiss if I, (laughs) meaning Ace Frehley, were to get up on stage with them. Well, when this album comes about, it's going to make him, meaning Paul Stanley, look like an imbecile. <laughs> no word on when the album will be out, but it is in the mastering stages. So I have no idea why he felt he needed to take a shot at Paul Stanley there regarding his new album. But He's not dependable. And he was so, an alcoholic and a and drug, a drug addict. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I mean, right. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, he, uh, he point, you know, what George. I did take out of this interview because of, of this little clip because it was going to go on a bit longer. You know, he has he did say that he has released uh, I think five albums in, you know, in good succession 
and he has been touring and has not missed a date or anything like that. So he has kicked his habits and his demons, and he is on the straight and narrow. And uh, instead Good. of, you know, giving him credit, they do actually uh, occasionally still put him down. So can't Well, that's understand. what they know, though, Sal. You know, they yeah. that's what they know of Ace. They don't know the new Ace. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So, But it doesn't look as though we'll be expecting Ace really to be joining KISS anytime soon no. on their farewell tour. All right, <laughs> we did the Stones. KISS, what's up next? Now we've got Van Halen. Ah. If, you're, if you are a fan or looking to stream their 2012 A Different Kind of Truth album, that's the last album that they actually made, the last studio album, uh, you will not be able to because Wolfgang Van Halen says it's no longer available on streaming services because the contract to do so has run out. And David Lee Roth, who doesn't like the album, is not on the same page with Alex Van Halen, Eddie's estate, Wolfgang, etc. when it comes to having it reinstated on streaming services. So if you have a physical copy of A Different Kind of Truth, that's the way to go unless you find somebody uh, from, oh, I don't know, Chile or somebody who's sneaking it up onto YouTube before it gets pulled down. <laughs> a different kind of truth. You'll not find it on the Spotify's of the world. Wow. Uh, and so now we segue to, all right, maybe David Lee Roth's not caring too much about his fans for not wanting that album out there anymore. But one singer who truly does care for his fans is Kevin Cronin. I'm talking about the 72 year old singer of Rario Speedwagon, who is, Living up to the old adage that you are never too old to learn uh, new tricks, I guess you could say. He's gearing up for Ario's Evening of High Infidelity and More shows next month in Las Vegas by honing his skills with his vocal coach of three years, Jeffrey Allen. Cronin was introduced to Allen by his son, by Cronin's son, Shane, who had, who had Allen at USC's Thornton School of Music. Kevin says his son would tell him, Dad, you need to work with Jeffrey. He will change your life. And Cronin says, my son was right. He goes on to say, it was rough going for a while as Jeffrey fundamentally changed everything I thought I knew about singing. Plus, he continues coaching me through some of the emotional hurdles, which are holdovers from the early 1970s when I lost my spot in REO due to vocal problems. Anyway, the challenges of singing the High Infidelity album in sequence are many. And that show, as I said, An Evening of High Infidelity and More will premiere on November 10th and 11th at the Venetian Theater in Las Vegas. And obviously, with all this work gearing up for those two shows, I would not be surprised if they did take that on tour next year. Boy, you think of uh, Ario Speedwagon. They are perfect match for Las Vegas. Yeah. Play yeah. the hits, you're right, and yeah. get off. Yeah, just perfect. Exactly. And that album, of course, was huge for them. And so it makes perfect right. sense. And then finally, when it comes to working out and the songs that you choose to play while doing so, ACDC and Guns N' Roses account for four of the more popular ones. In a study by All Access to find out what the most popular workout playlists on Spotify are, they looked at the number of playlists in which a song appeared a song's total number of listens, and it's beats per minute. With that, ACDC's Thunderstruck was number six, Highway to Hell number 10. Guns N' Roses made the list with Welcome to the Jungle at three, Paradise City at seven, but then so did Linkin Park with In the End, in the end at five and Numb slash Encore, which also features Jay-Z at number eight. A lot of people were scratching their heads over that inclusion, but... 
The complete top 10 is as follows. So actually, I'll go in reverse. So we said Highway to Hell, number 10. Unstoppable by the score, that's at 9. The previously mentioned Numb slash Encore by Jay-Z and Linkin Park at 8. Paradise City, Guns N' Roses at 7. Thunderstruck, ACDC 6. In the end, Linkin Park again at 5. And here we go, top 4. Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana at 4. Welcome to the Jungle, Guns N' Roses at 3. It's My Life, Bon Jovi at 2. And number one, drum roll, please, Seven Nation Army by the White. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Well, Sal, thank you very much, man. Great report. Okay, and I'm not going to go work out today. I'll do that tomorrow. I was just going (laughs) to say, what is this workout thing you speak of? Yeah, and I I actually work out with no music or no headphones or anything like that. Thanks, Sal. All right, everyone. Thanks, Sal. QFM 96 Kemba, financial credit union traffic this morning. Uh, I've had a few issues. The uh, the heavy rain early this morning uh, caused some issues. Uh, right now, we are still having a blocking situation. The right lane of 670 West after the Columbus Convention Center exit. There's a worker, uh, a wrecker rather, working to remove the disabled vehicle uh, as of right now. Accidents still blocking the left lane of 70 West before 256 at an extra eh, nine minutes or so from Licking County. Everything else is looking good. Get a new visa from Kemba Financial Credit Union and enjoy paying 0% interest on balance transfers for 18 months. That's interest-free for all of 2024, all while enjoying some low rates. No annual fees and 2% cash back on purchases. Apply at Kemba.org. Offer expires October 31st, 2023. Now, Inside Edition. Here we go. With Deborah Norville, so popular in Columbus, Ohio, it's on twice a day. How about that? 1.30 <laughs> and 7.30. And Deborah Norville, who worked here, by the way, joins us. Hi, Deborah. Hello, Deborah. Hey, how are you? Good. NBC4, you had a cup of coffee there, didn't you? Uh, in Columbus? Yeah, didn't you work here for a very short nope. time? Nope. Oh, I you... worked in Atlanta and then Chicago and then New York. Oh, because... Uh, Jerry, you even Dana. convinced me she worked here. I thought well, she worked no, there here. there was history with Dana Tyler and the uh, Gail Hogan. You remember Gail? I never That's worked with no. Gail. <laughs> Jerry! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Come on. She worked at Channel 2 in New York. Uh, um, and y- another Dana, Dana King who um, I used to work with at CBS in New York, but nope, never worked in Columbus. Well, maybe... stories in Columbus. Maybe they did. Okay, well, maybe that you worked together with shooting promos or, or covering a story. Oh, so, sure cause, that, yeah. Because you were always it's, spoke of as uh, very highly here in uh, oh, the well, local types you. here in Columbus. Yeah, no, I've done, I've done Inside Edition from Columbus um, a few times over the years. And what's really fun when you, when you get to do the show locally is you get to spend a lot of time at the station. Well, there you and go. And get to shoot promos. So that's probably what it was. I was in town, and we got to do some stuff. Yeah, that's what together. it was. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah Norville's All with right, us. take two. <laughs> should we start over? Go, we're, go, live. Go. we're live, but we should. <laughs> hey, Deborah, do you remember back uh, your first big story when you're because you're so good, and I would consider you a newswoman. Would you, what was your first big story where you thought, holy crap, I can't believe I just covered blank? Oh, well, I can tell you that one. It's super easy. I was still in college at the University of Georgia. It was my senior year, and I was working weekends at the CBS station in Atlanta. So I'd commute back and forth. Some nights I would sleep in my car because I didn't have anywhere to stay. So it was pretty bad, but whatever. You do what you do to get ahead, you know, in your career. And it was January of my senior year, 
and I was assigned to go stand outside in the cold where a particular dignitary was going to be coming before he received the Martin Luther King Jr. Peace Prize in Atlanta. Because remember, Dr. King was from Atlanta. So I'm standing out there, and in case you have to you get the opportunity to ask the dignitary a question. I had the question of the day ready. And the president of the United States walked up to me, holding my microphone for Channel 5 in Atlanta. I asked him the question. Jimmy Carter responded, said whatever he said. I have no recollection because I am in a state of complete shock. And the deal is you should, you know, let this person ask a question, then you let somebody else ask a question. Jimmy Carter didn't move. He didn't know the rules. He stayed right there. And I only had one question. But I had grown up in Georgia. I knew everything about Jimmy Carter yeah. and his political history. I knew everything about Georgia politics. I said, now you're getting the Dr. King Award. Did you spend time with Dr. King? I remember when this and that and the other in Atlanta was the city too busy to hate. And you were this and that. And he, he went on and on and on and on. So finally I realized, oh, my God, I've slowed down the president's schedule. I said, well, Mr. President, you've been awfully nice to talk to us. We really appreciate it. Now you get inside there and have lunch with your friends because I know they're waiting for you. Because I was real Southern back then, and I am sure that's how I said it. I've got it on tape somewhere. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so cool. What a memory. Story. At 19, I interviewed the President of the United States on live television. Oh, that is wow. outstanding. Wow. So, Deborah, yeah. with, the, with the world so crazy, and you have a lot of stuff coming up this week on Inside Edition, how much is it the... You know, you have a story on different things across the country, and then how much is is what's going on in the world? Oh, so much more of the latter. It's what's happening. So, like, we we had stories planned for today, and then over the weekend we got the the terrible news that Matthew Perry died at the age of 54, shocking everyone. So a couple of stories that we thought we were going to do today, we're just going to bump them to later in the week or perhaps even next week. So stories that I, I know my producer told you, oh, we've got coming up this week. We might not air, like we've got one on the dangers of e-bikes and children, and we're thinking we're going to air that tomorrow, but we might not just because the crush of news between what's going on with the, the conflagration in Gaza and Israel and Matthew Perry's death and what happened and talking to doctors and trying to get some sense of, of how he could have passed at the age of 54. So that's why I love my job, and I'm sure it's why you do too. You never really know until you get into the building, what you're going to be talking about on the radio that day. And it's the same thing for me. It's really driven by the event of the day. Yeah, yeah that's what our boss, when he goes, what, what do you have coming up tomorrow? We always use that line. Well, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and inside After edition. 12 hours, I'll have a better answer. Yeah, inside edition, it's kind of a different animal in the sense that it's not a traditional uh, news show, and yet it's right. current. It's got some celebrity stuff. It's got some tabloidy type stuff it's got to be as the host I, I would think that keeps it fresh for you oh totally yeah. yeah i mean first and foremost we are a current events program we we know that our audience is smart we know that they know what's going on it's been coming at them all day long on their phone um and most likely they watched either the local news or the evening news right before they see us so they know the gist of what's going on what we do is the story that's slightly off the main story of the day. So instead of talking about Matthew Carey and, uh, Perry and what we know and what we don't know, right. we'll probably do something about how his struggle with addiction and his very public um, talking about it has helped other addicts. I'm just speculating. Sure. I don't know that we're doing that story, 
But that's the kind of thing we would do. And so we might talk with someone who was inspired to get their own life back together because of Matthew Perry. Well, that's a cool story to tell because that is the legacy of this young man's death. Yeah, that's kind of what he wanted. He mentioned that in interviews right, that right. he wanted to be known like that. Deborah Norville yep. with us, Inside Edition, one thirty and 7.30, NBC4. So, Deborah, we know Kennedy's going to be an independent, and Trump and Biden probably will be running. But do you th- would you be surprised if it wasn't Trump or Biden ru- no. uh, against Kennedy? No, and I don't think Kennedy's going to be a factor. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. But So you wouldn't be shocked at all if it was someone else representing both sides? I think that that is possible, um, and I would even say it is likely. I don't know if I'll say on both sides, but I think the two people One who of the are two, currently yeah. the front runners, um, I don't think that both of those names will be on the ballot come, what, almost 12, 12 yeah. and a half months from now. It's a lot of time for something to go wrong, too, or something to happen, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, you yeah. mentioned uh, kids and e-bikes on Inside Edition. I want to ask you on your uh, show Wednesday night, November the 1st here, dirty shoes. I've often thought when you look at the streets of New York City or any big, hell, anywhere. Anywhere. What, what, so what's the, the angle on that? You swabbed the soles of people's shoes? <laughs> Can you imagine you're walking around <laughs> you know, on the sidewalk and this loser with the TV camera comes Please? up and can I, can I swab your shoes? And like, that is the freakiest thing anybody said to me. But incredibly, you know, we, we have no shame. We walk up to strangers all the time and we, we got the people to say, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and we said, we'll call you and we'll tell you what we found on your shoes. And Uh-oh. bottom line, what's on the streets of New York or to your point correctly, any street, real, any city, yeah. anywhere is is pretty nasty stuff and if you always thought the person that you visited who said please take your shoes off when you arrive at the home was weird you're going to think differently because in every single case of all the people we stopped the stuff that we found on the shoes <gasps> literally can make you sick and when we do the story we'll uh, go through you know point by point what it is but you can actually get some pretty nasty illnesses yourself if you if the transfer of the, the bacteria in the bottom of your shoes ended up being ingested by you. Oh, wow. Yeah, and how about the flooding in New York City, what, three, four weeks ago, and people were up to that and they're up to their waist. In the, can you imagine those street? what that water was picking up? Ugh. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's New yeah. York. They probably got healthier with the well, water, uh, Jerry. <laughs> you know, that's a really good point. And, and, the, and the scientists say a little bacteria is a good thing. We have become too clean. We're all using those. The, the Purells and stuff since COVID. And that part was great. We didn't want to, but, but COVID wasn't spread by your hands. COVID was inhaled through the air. So, so sanitizing your hands was not going to prevent you from getting COVID. Yeah. We've become too clean. Look, as I was, you were kids, they probably didn't have seatbelts. Your mother, you know, you play with the dog and then your hands were in your mouth. That was actually a good thing. Children who grow up with pets in the home have fewer illnesses. Because they're exposed to more bacteria just through Fido or Fluffy. Wow. Well, Deborah, we're going to be watching Inside Edition, one thirty and 7.30, twice a day, NBC4. Thanks so much. Yeah, great guest. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Great talking with All you. All right. Day. We'll tell Gail you said hey. <laughs> <laughs>